Right to Bryden is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Spicky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first, we'll, we'll switch you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. Cool. Uh, well, hey, welcome to the show. Um, I, I'm I'm Bryden. Um, the show is right to Bryden. The show that has been called uh, legit, entertaining, and good by a drunk Beardson Beardley. Uh, I, like I said, I'm Bryden, and with me, uh, as per the usual, it is Spicky. What's going on there, bud? How are you? Uh oh, are you muted? Oh no. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah, all right. uh, I'm only partially with you. I've been drinking for uh, 10 hours now. Oh, Thanks. I'll do did, it. Uh, did a little Twitter Twitter poll. It's not working out. Well, it kind of is, actually. I feel good. Boy. You know, what have you been up to? How was, how was your day? Work. I'm just working. I mean, not on the show at all. Like I said, I'm like, I'm, I'm done doing show prep, you know? I mean, we do have we do have show prep done today, guys. But it's like not a lot's happened. It's kind of been, you know, you kind of heard it all already. So we've got, uh, you know, we got stuff. We got stuff. We have some things. Uh, but uh, yeah, just just kind of working and shit. Uh, I'm really excited. Uh, uh, Straight drop. I found out actually has uh, he's running ads now for like some 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 dude who like custom makes. Uh, like Instagram jewelry or something like that. And like, there's a whole like video commercial and everything. So it's really neat to watch uh, straight drops career, just fucking skyrocket. Uh, as we, uh, you know, just circle the drain of uh, complete and, and utter irrelevance uh, even more so than we already were, you know, <laughs> it's, it's nice. Oh God. Yeah, he's gonna. He's still gonna make a fucking fortune just uh, being a black guy on YouTube, though. Like that's the sad part. Like, <laughs> like uh, people are just gonna like SoundCloud rappers and shit who make millions of dollars are gonna stumble across his page and just be like, oh, I feel bad for this fucking guy. And plus, he's live tweeting random shit going on. Like, not even like the shootings, just uh, random fucking street drama in Chicago. So. <laughs> Just yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's amazing. No, I saw your commercials and it was just like I, the marketing, you know, like, the, I mean, the, the man is a fucking genius. I don't understand how he did it. But uh, I mean, that's that's like I, we, we just we need to just switch our show all over entirely to just like doing the uh, the white guy interpretation of, you know, straight drops uh, uh, coverage of Chicago Internet beef. Um Maybe do a play-by-play of his streams. I mean, 
<laughs> just what the show is. The new programming schedule is whenever Straight Drop goes live. Uh, and we'll just we'll just do a play by play of that. We could do a we could do a play by play of the Chicago police scanner uh, in the you know like in between straight drop fucking <laughs> commentary. We could we could drag that one out. I mean that could be our marathon. You know we could do a twenty four hour stream on meth with that shit. <laughs> it would never get old either. Just like oh, there's a fucking shooting on North Broadway. Like sweet, we got something to fucking listen to. That doesn't make you fucking depressed because like every time I I hear one of those uh, like it's like oh news out of Chicago like a guy shoots eighteen people with an axe gun or like you know just and that's a gun that just throws axes right. Uh, I, I, I'm just, I'm depressed because there's no coming back from that. Like, I mean, Chicago used to be, uh, kind of like a, a, a place. I mean, they didn't build it. They weren't like, Oh, let's build Chicago. What do you want to do? What, 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 wow. What are we going to have Chicago be? And it's like, Oh, nothing but just black on black crime, like a ton of it, like an alarming record breaking amount every day. That's why we need to build this city. I don't think that that's what they, what they, what the vision of of uh chicago was when they you know laid the first uh concrete for the city was let's make this place just the worst place in america just like just shockingly bad well i mean to be fair it is the midwest uh it's a very 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 convenient place for an airport um aside from that man i mean why the fuck would anything else be there? Yeah, I get it. It's on a lake. That's kind of nice and cute for a fucking lake house, not a city. <laughs> Chicago, like, it's not even a nice lake. It is a toxic fucking wasteland. It's a piece of shit. But, well, I don't think uh, it started out like that. I don't think that it well, started out. Like, they were like, oh, yeah, this lake is terrible. Let's uh, let's build houses next to it. I think it probably well, started it, as a nice lake, and then, like, everything else in Chicago, it just became terrible over time to the point that there's there's no going back with it. Like, I don't know what you do with Chicago at this point at all. It's just ruined. And you're right. The land is well, ruined. It is. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, uh, that lake or any lake up there, any of the Great Lakes, is a great place for a city in Canada because they have nothing else. And it's the most southern place where it's the warmest. Uh, the only thing I can think to do with Chicago is to, I guess, let Paul Neal and or Patrick Little fix it because they are... <laughs> incredibly good at that shit um i think they would come they would devise a plan to uh to correct the course in chicago probably mm. within 15 minutes and if you if you elect them uh i'm sure everything will be all right do they even have elections in chicago anymore i feel like Rahm Emanuel has been the mayor as long as i've been alive that's a good question. I mean, he worked in the White House for a little while. A uh, little stubby Rom uh, with his little finger missing there. And then he just went back to, to Chicago, you know, and I feel like he's just always been the mayor. I don't think they have elections there at all. Yeah. And if they do, then those people really are fucked because imagine voting for a guy who's just brought your city into the third world. Like, yeah, we got these really nice tall buildings and shit, but once you get out of that area, it's like, uh, 
everybody dies. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, we're going to bring in a bunch of new people. Yeah, they're going to be dead by next fucking weekend. Like, it is such a fucking shithole. I, I just, you know, it's one of those things, man. Like, you sit there and you think about it. Well, obviously they don't, but I do, like, you know, you're living in a place and, like, what is it, like, 40 people get shot there every 15 right minutes this yeah. week? Yeah, well, it's like, as of right now, this weekend, and we haven't even hit Sunday night yet, you know, like, like more people are going to die, at least 15 more, I'm assuming, which, you know, they're all black people, so I don't really give a fuck, but, uh, like, imagine sitting there voting for it, like, you're a black person, you're like, yeah, this guy, man, he's fucking taking care of our shit. What has he done for you? Uh, well, you know, You're I mean, right. they can't have elections. Well, you, you know, Chicago is uh, now fiddling with the idea of uh, universal basic income. Uh, it's like I believe it's like anywhere from five hundred dollars to twelve hundred dollars a month, which, you know, isn't a lot of money. But uh, it's it's a nice uh, subsidy for your, uh, you know, your illegal drugs business or what have you. Uh, on top of I'm assuming this is on top of, you know, your EBT and your, you know, uh, welfare and you know whatever, uh, perhaps even a part-time uh, you know gig over at the uh, gas station or something, uh, but like I leave it to Chicago to be like yeah we're gonna we're just gonna give people money at this point that that has to be how anybody in Chicago remains elected is they're like don't worry about the widespread violence uh, we have Elon Musk coming here and Elon Musk went and he was like we're gonna do. Uh, we're going to do the, 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 the boring company's hyperloop. And then he just immediately lost his fucking mind. And now he's like ready to give up Tesla and all of this shit. So I blame Chicago actually for Elon's erratic behavior as of late. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it just, it, the, the timing, it just lines up. It lines up. He was just so tired of dealing with Chicago and he realized he was in too deep. So he just lost his fucking mind. Uh, nope, that's what happens when people name the Jew publicly. They lose their fucking mind. <laughs> Seems to be a trend. It has nothing to do with Chicago. It has to do with the uh, the fallout from that. Probably the, uh, I guess, nagging injuries, you could say, yeah. from naming the Jew. But, well, I mean, yeah, it is, it is, he only, ha he only sort of did that. I mean, he didn't. He didn't go oh, I mean, he didn't, fucking he crazy didn't go, or anything. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't go uh he didn't go full retard. No. no. Uh, but yeah, I mean the hyperloop would be fucking awesome, dude. Like discouraging the guy from doing any sort of you know, anything cool like that or I mean he's terrible at building rockets and sending them to space. He's got like a sixty percent fail rate or something, but I don't know if that's like, true. I know SpaceX is uh launching they're launching their Falcon five or whatever they are all the time. Like there was another uh, one of them a couple weeks ago just launched up to bring some stuff to the uh international uh, space station. All right. They so they've got their ratio We're uh, losing sponsors all up. the time. We can't lose Elon as well, dude. Yeah, whatever. I you know and we'll just find another one. Maybe CNN will sponsor us or something. Mm, not after today. We've got CNN news. That's for sure. Um, I, uh, <laughs> God damn. Even some of the stuff just like right, uh, right before. Actually, uh, should we, should we include that in, in a thing or, you know what? Yeah, we will. We'll go ahead and we'll include it in a thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we've got a bunch of kind of, Bleh stuff to uh, talk about there. I mean, we got uh, a lot of censorship things, kind of more stuff going on with that. A few just random stories from uh, the the silly news media. Um, 
that's pretty much all. That's the majority of the show today, uh, is that. And uh, maybe a few things you hadn't heard of. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, I think we could probably go ahead and... Uh, go ahead and hit it here if uh, you know it's something you're you're interested in doing at this time. If it, if it would be prudent uh, at this juncture, uh, I approve it. All right, all right. We'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and try to give that a go. If your kids are in the field and your wife's in the kitchen baking and you're sitting down with something cold in your hand, chances are you're getting ready to listen to right to right to right. To right. So Twitter is uh, kind of being extremely obvious um i think i think everybody here knows uh they are banning people uh for evading past uh past suspensions which i think is funny in itself because twitter has really ruined their entire platform in an attempt to get at people that they say are one percent of twitter's user base do you remember that ad Kind of not the ad. It was like their their little PSA that they did, and they were like, uh, you know, ninety nine percent of people on on Twitter obey the rules, and it's one percent that are troublemakers and all of that, which I I I don't believe is true. I think it's probably far more than one percent of their user base at this point. Um, but I don't know. I don't I don't think many people are as active on Twitter as that one percent of troublemakers. Um, but Mr. Jack Dorsey. He just he just came right out. Uh, he just came right out and admitted on Saturday uh, that Twitter employees share a largely left-leaning basis after uh, after he was facing accusations that conservatives were discriminated against him, yada yada. But he immediately just kind of walks that back a little bit. You know, as a guy who is worth billions of dollars, I would imagine should and would. I would be quite embarrassed if he were so bold as to be like, and there's nothing you can do about it. But uh, it goes, we, uh, we need to constantly show that we are not adding on our own bias, which I admit is, full, uh, is you know, more left-leaning. Uh, well, it's a little worse than that. And this is something that we touched on many, many episodes ago. Uh, I believe it was, uh, was it? Who helped out uh, finding all the Antifa that worked for Twitter, Spicky? That was like James Brower and, and Pave Darker and all of them like did really good. Uh, Zantang, Panda, a couple other people, yeah. Yeah, so Anime Wright did some stuff. I know there were a few Medium articles. Um, but Big League Politics finally caught on to this um, today, actually. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, when, uh, <laughs> that pissed me off, man. We posted that fucking day pretty close to a year ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, the tweet that they, that they have is from the 4th of October of 2017. So, uh, you know, we were, <laughs> we were talking about it, I guess, around then. But uh, a non-binary ne- uh, neurodivergent queer uh, software engineer at Twitter. This is how they describe themselves. I'm not just throwing mud uh, at whatever this this person's deal is. Uh, on their on their personal account, uh, said this: My usual flow for reporting transphobia. Use in-app reporting mechanism. Hear back, quote, no violation. Escalate case internally. Hear back, no violation. If I have spoons, respond to uh, escalation, pointing out that transphobia is hate speech, and the end give up, I guess, you know, because they were sad by the end of writing this tweet. Uh, Speaking, what the fuck is a spoon in this context? Um, I can only speculate, to be honest with you, because I'm not a faggot. I don't think it's, I hope that it's not anything sexual. Well, I mean, 
this guy that I know who you're talking about, and he's a mentally ill fucking freak, so it would not surprise me either way. Yeah, it's Uprax, E U P R A X, Uprax 1A, Power Transient. Yeah. Yeah. But then they also went on to tweet, pleasantly surprised that we actually did the right thing by deverifying some prominent Nazi clods. Maybe we can deplatform the rest of them? Seriously, these changes are like years overdue. My current worry is that it is too little too late. This is in November of 2017. You got to remember here, and the article, of course, makes uh, note of it. One of those uh, one of those Nazis, uh, that was Laura Loomer, you know, that, that prominent Zionist Nazi. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, apparently this is a maintenance programmer uh, over at Twitter. And I know that we've covered this person. But I am glad that big league politics, um, you know, the league was finally big enough for them to uh, to catch on there. They they really, uh, you know, not I'm not going to like trash this website. Uh, I am just going to say that, like, dude, people knew about this a fucking year ago. Uh, it just wasn't as big of a story because then it was Nazis, you know, it was these Nazis and the trolls. But well, it, it was a big enough story to make their. Uh... You know, especially when Brower got banned from Medium, it was a big enough story to make their fucking share price drop two dollars. Yeah, but you know, share. you know as well as I do that they don't care about the share price. You know. Yeah. Uh, they knew I'm, about it though. They were aware of it. People that doesn't were matter. aware of it. They have angel investors. All of this shit. It's not going to matter. We've said it a million times, guys. The purpose of Twitter is so the journalists don't have to do their job, and they can say, "Here's what's going on in Peoria," and they can blast that on CNN and be like, "Here's what at Fart Three Sixty Four has to say." Uh, Donald Trump is a piece of poop. But uh, Donald Trump actually took to Twitter today, as uh, you know he often does. Um, oh man. Uh, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, uh, no, it was yesterday. Gosh darn it. Yeah, we're really on, we're really on the ball today. Um, here we go. Yeah, I took to it yesterday, actually, August 18th. Social media is totally discriminating against Republican slash conservative voices speaking loudly and clearly for the Trump administration. Uh, we won't let that happen. They are closing down the opinions of many people on the right while at the same time doing nothing to others. Next tweet. Censorship is a very dangerous thing and absolutely impossible to police. If you are weeding out fake news, both capitalized, capitalized, fake news, TM, there is nothing so fake as CNN and MSNBC, and yet I do not ask that their sick behavior be removed. I get used to it and watch with a grain of salt or don't watch at all. Too many voices are being destroyed, and some good and some bad, and that cannot be allowed to happen. Who is making the choices? Because I can already tell you that too many mistakes are being made. Let everyone, everybody participate, good and bad, and we will all just have to figure it out. Now, that's, that's totally fair. And then he went on about the, you know, the, the, the witch hunt Russia thing and, and John Vernon being a, a big gay retard and stuff like that. But... Um, I, uh, I'm happy that Donald Trump is like, yay, we're going to send the tweet. Um, maybe this will be something. I mean, him sending the tweet, because he does have the most powerful Twitter account to ever exist in the history of ever. Um, maybe this will get something to get 
you know, lawmakers, like, you know, we've been worried about nobody can say anything about it because it's Alex Jones or somebody, right? And they, you can't defend the guy. It's too close to an election. Um, but with the president actually tweeting about this and actually talking about it, it might be a place where uh, now it's up to Republican representatives and, and uh, Republican senators. They have to address this now. It gives them permission to address it because they can say, well, the president said, look, Here's what it is. Even Bill Maher, Bill Maher said something about uh, Alex Jones got, uh, you know, deplatformed and all of these things. And then his audience cheered. And you could see the look on Bill Maher's face. He was like, uh, and he goes, no, look, if you're a liberal, you have to be for free speech. And even a speech that you, you know, don't like or whatever. Bill Maher, classical liberal, kind of a fruit. Um, he's a doofus, but hey, good on him for sticking to those principles there. It doesn't. He's not going to do anything about it. He doesn't feel bad about it at all. I don't think. I think he's a very insightful guy or anything like that. But good on him for doing that. But now maybe these tweets will give some in the Republican Party, in you know lawmaker positions in the Republican Party, the backbone and the opportunity to be able to move forward. Uh, hopefully before November, but I kind of doubt it. And just crack down on this. Just a little bit. Just like, I, I don't know how swiftly something like this can happen, especially with the way that these people operate. If they know that the end is near, they're going to just grab up as many wins as they can. Because once they get you, they've got you. And there's not much that they can do about it. And they'll probably still continue to fucking do it. But, you know, it'll have to go to court and all this shit. I mean, how long have we been still trying to figure out whether or not we should just have, uh, you know, open borders for everybody, you know, uh, <laughs> that, that wonderful, uh, wonderful DACA thing that keeps just getting passed around back and forth and it needs to go all the way to the Supreme court. This could be something very similar. Um, especially in, in the, the light of, uh, uh, the, the security, uh, cause they're, they're making a big deal about this. The, the security, clearances being uh ripped from john brennan and, and all these things. just so so terrible and it's a free speech issue and all of that which it's not these people are liars progressives are the biggest phonies on the on the face of the planet they're just liars um but this was a big uh a big boost to my morale uh spicky honestly like just seeing uh those tweets from trump i'm I, i'm hoping that we will see some of these representatives just really use that and, and, and take the football and run with it because something has to happen and it has to happen quickly and it has to happen legislatively. Um, I do worry that we're going to get too many of these, you know, conservative old school, you know, uh, Bill Buckley conservatives um, that are, are just going to be like, well, they're a private industry and uh, well, uh, there's got to be at least a few of them. And, I mean, it could be a heck of a thing for kind of a long shot, uh, not even a long shot, but maybe, a, you know, somebody not exactly in striking distance just yet that's struggling, that's running right now in one of these toss-up districts um, to use to get a boost ahead. Because even if even Bill Maher is like, okay, look, you've got to let these people speak, uh, there's going to be more people like that, these center-left folks that are not completely insane although the way that bill maher's audience cheered when they heard that it was shocking even to him yeah and it's funny you know you see a lot of the people on twitter that uh <clears throat> they celebrate people who were you know 
utilizing hate speech, which is obviously very subjective. They celebrate them getting suspended. I mean, how many times have you seen me celebrate, you know, people celebrate me getting fucking banned? Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> Let me tell you, like, like, like that, that's like uh, getting really excited when you pass go and collect $200 in Monopoly. You know, it's like, yay, an empty, hollow victory that means nothing in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like uh, having a really hot chick come over at your house, sit on your lap, pull her tits out give you a fucking boner, get up and leave, and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. That's what it's like. I mean, I'm going to come back. I mean, I'm fucking... You're not going to You're not gonna keep me away. You're getting fucking happy and excited over fucking nothing. But a lot of the people, man, it's, it's, not, it's not easy for them to come back. People have built up big accounts who, you know, they don't... Literally don't do anything wrong. They're just conservatives, and it's... You know, they don't engage the left. They don't... They don't talk to anybody. They don't engage blue check marks, and uh, they they get suspended just for, you know, some little fucking Indian shit lib that lives in, you know, some fucking really nice apartment in San Francisco, making a fuck of a lot more money than you or I, who's uh, managing this bullshit at Twitter support. Just decides, you know, what I don't like your point of view. Click CFI. You're done. Well, there has I to mean, be. That's, down to and it, it, it it's tiresome um i mean it doesn't like i said it doesn't bother me personally but a lot of the people that i know that have been banned for doing nothing it like it's got to be really really frustrating for them well i mean I, I don't really mind getting banned ever because it's like it's a fucking website you know um i don't like i don't care about twitter uh it's just kind of a, a time waster and stuff uh, you know i mean i'd never i would never would have met you if it wasn't for twitter and you know a lot of the fine folks that uh that listen to this program uh you know what was grinder not twitter buddy ah yeah bazinga uh do, do i have that no i don't have that uh stupid air horn thing you sent me um man we're lazy <laughs> today we were fucking lazy today dude uh but look I, like, I, I understand, like, some people get way too into Twitter, which is weird. Um, but the reason that I don't, like, there are prominent uh, conservative or right-wing or whatever, anybody voices, um, that that is, it, it's a way that they make money is promoting their stuff. You know, the, the nerds that, like, live on uh, views and, and things like that uh, because it's their job. And I'm not downing anybody like that. I mean, that's actually a really cool job and stuff, uh, you know, but they... they are they're gonna get fucked over by that? Uh, so I, I am mad for them. I'm upset for them. Uh, you know, getting suspended and the deverification thing. Like I don't know why they would ever do that. That one was that one started uh, with uh, uh, Milo Rubber Duckers, uh, and that should have been a huge canary in the coal mine for everybody. Like why would they do that? Oh, that's that's odd. Um, and then now it's just. They don't take applications for verification, anything like that, because they realized that was a mistake. Uh, they were like, oh, you've had four news articles written about you. Well, there you go. And they're like, oh, no, now everybody can harass Morgan Freeman. And then the journalists got mad because they had to see all these uh, blue check marks that uh, didn't agree with them, didn't go to the same cocktail parties. Uh, so they've stopped doing that. But I, uh, I'm more mad for those people, you know, and they, they do believe that Twitter – was the reason why Donald Trump won. I mean, a lot of people on the left really believe that. A lot of other people on the right, and especially some of our guys, really believe that. And trust me, guys, your your Twitter account uh, is is not like 
the sole reason that Donald Trump was elected. Okay. Um, it, it had a lot to do with, uh, you know, speaking to just average people uh, in a way that they can understand and specifically white Americans. That that's what happened. It wasn't, it wasn't you. You weren't, <laughs> you weren't the reason that Donnie won, buddy. But uh, it, uh, what, it does certainly make things more difficult. And I guess they're going to, I mean, I guess they're just willing to burn the whole platform down because they really did. Speaking am I wrong here? They really did uh, ruin the entire platform for just their average apolitical person um, who, you know, they, they can't say certain things or anything like that, even in the context yep. of a joke. And now if you get banned, allegedly, if you get banned, you're never allowed to have an account again. You get one Twitter account per lifetime. <laughs> and like the way Twitter dulls out bans, like that's never going to work. <laughs> it's it's just going to be, it's just going to be shitty journalists like talking to each other about how they miss Barack Obama and how much they hate white folks. And I guess if that's what they want, if that's the world they want to create for themselves, uh, that's going to be rough. I mean, but they're going to end up being like the CNN of social media. People will just be like, oh, that's just horribly one-sided. It, it would have to snowball to that point. But, I mean, I don't think I'm wrong here. They ruined the entire experience over what they say is 1% of the user base. Yeah, we did a fucking good job is what we did. <laughs> I mean, this is how you tear down a company. Start to finish. I mean, we trolled the living fuck out of everything. Um... We've made it so uh, you can literally just report fucking trannies for saying weird shit and they'll get locked or fucking suspended. Uh, <laughs> like, like we, it's fucking awesome, dude. Like we, like, they're like, oh, we're fucking, we're, we're fucking removing these Nazis. We're going to, they're going to give one account and that's it. They're, they're never going to come back after we get banned. Uh, we get banned, I'll just come back and I, I spend, you know, usually when I make an account, I spend like a while, like maybe like 15, 20 minutes just reporting people. <laughs> just like, I'll search the N word or something like that. And I will just like see a black person report, report, <laughs> report, report. And I'll forget about it. like a day later, I'll get all these like, yep. Uh, this person was found in violations of like hateful conduct or some shit. And it's like, yeah, all right, that's cool. Hey, you know what, man? Like, y'all want to kill me? I'm taking people with me. That's all <laughs> there is to it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fucking going down. Uh, I'm, I'm taking people with me when I go down. Um, it's a fucking great, it, it, it's a good time engaging. Like, now you can, it used to be, you know, you'd bait normies. You'd bait black Twitter. they just get you banned. You'd come right back, no problem. You know, they thought they were being smart by removing, uh, and flick domain numbers from uh, being able to be used with apps like TextNow and shit like that. So it's mm -hmm. it costs it costs money. Well, I mean, it doesn't really have to, but um, it costs money to make an account. Really, you know, I got a burner phone that I use. They're not gonna ban that. They fuck can't have the country is fucking poor as shit, and that's all they have for a phone. Um, so you know, I just now you can engage Black Twitter. And you can bait them into saying shit that's bannable. And it's fucking hilarious. I know how to skirt the bans. I know how to come back when I do get banned. They don't. 
<laughs> like, like this is how you burn the platform down. Like one reply at a time. Reply, report. <laughs> that's the that's the next uh, that's the next incarnation of right wing Twitter. It's just like uh, you remember they got rid of all the egg accounts is what they were called and stuff like that. But it'll just be yeah. like average looking, just a, a sea of just like uh, you know pictures of shoes and like mountains and stuff like that with like four <laughs> tweets a month that are just like going to the store to keep up normal appearances and just mass reporting every single user on Twitter who is even close to a violation and just, well, if you won't let us on the platform, we'll just burn it. That, uh, I, I think that's not a bad plan, honestly. Well, um, did you see the N-word threads? You know, I'm sure you've seen those. Mm. Yeah, uh, people are getting 12-hour uh, locks for those. Yep, yep. Just for the letter N. Yep, do not tweet single-letter uh, tweets. You will uh, potentially get in uh, get locked out uh, for that. Cause that's, I mean, that's how insane it's gotten, you know, that's where it's got, they didn't know how the fuck to deal with to deal with that, you know, people tweeting uh, one letter at a time. So now it's just like, I don't know, automatically lock them out. I can't imagine like some boomer is like, you know, she's trying to like type, like, like, I don't agree with that. And then accidentally just presses I and it sends. And then she just gets locked the fuck out and is like frustrated as shit. You know, because like her, her nephew told her like, don't leave your phone number on on Twitter, and it's like you gotta verify it, and it's like she doesn't have a cell phone, she didn't pay her jitterbug bill or whatever, because she's like, oh, I'm tired of it, and then just like she's just done with Twitter. <laughs> yeah, or 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 like Urban Dictionary gets banned for posting a noun, and like before the word they post and in parentheses, people just go down the line and fuck. Like I, I can't believe Urban Dictionary is, but suspended yet to be honest with you but go just somebody just goes down the line with each letter and fucking parentheses it'd be fucking amazing but that's what it's come to like one letter can get you a 12-hour lock or a suspension or a seven-day lock depending on uh how many times you've been locked now i've had my account for about three days now and uh i haven't been locked which is kind of <laughs> kind of weird to me because everybody's like everybody's getting banned for making a new account. I made an account right before everybody started getting banned. I'm like, well, what the fuck's going on here? I just made a new account, and then uh, I realized like a lot of people are using the app and shit like that. So mm. you know they have access to your IMEI codes if you got a Android phone or this and that. Which whatever. I mean, I, well, we keep telling you guys. Or Spicky's told you a million times, guys, not to uh, not to use the app on your phone. Because yeah, they can ban you for that, and they've got you know a lot of your information if you do that. Like, don't use the app on your phone. I haven't used the app for a while. Yeah, which I mean, I, I don't use the app. I mean, if I wasn't device banned, I would use the app because I don't. What are they going to do? Fucking dox me? I really don't give a fuck. Right. Like, it doesn't bother me. Like, come, come, fucking get me, whatever. But I mean, like, I I would use I would use the app if it was an option. I can use the app for like five minutes and I get fucking suspended. So I think that's how they got a lot of people because, um, you know, you could sell your phone, you know, people buy and mm. sell used phones all the time. And, uh, you know, you might buy a phone from like GameStop or whatever, which they sell phones. Do they really? Uh, yeah, they sell like used iPods and iPhones and shit like that. <laughs> but you Why? might buy it. I have no because because nobody buys like physical copies of games that often anymore. Or like, 
how is GameStop still in business? I have no I, idea. I but know. people, you know, somebody buys a used phone, which, I mean, I will gladly sell you one of my used phones. They're fucking all smashed to fucking barely. Like, the ones that I have now are barely fucking working. Like, I can't imagine buying somebody else's phone that's been, like, sitting next to their fucking balls for however long they had it, six months or whatever. But, like, imagine paying like $200 for a used piece of shit phone or whatever a used phone costs. And like, you go to like, Oh man, I'm going to go fucking install Twitter. You install Twitter, your fucking device banned right away. And you have like a great account, you know, it's just like, you just tweet about basketball scores and stuff. And you got like 48,000 followers and you're like, re- you know, you're at real time NBA or something. And then you like log into Spicky's old phone and it's just like banned for hate speech or like device banned. And then you can never get your account back. Uh, then they have to like track you down and they're like, all right, but who sold you the phone? And then, you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. You get, uh, you, know, you get, uh, uh, EU Praxa one a coming after you there. But it's not just Twitter. It's not just Twitter. Uh, you know, we know Facebook has been doing this shit. Uh, everybody, but this was a new one. Um, iTunes allegedly demotes Christian podcast after pastor asked people to pray for Trump. Which I do want to say, you should, I guess, always pray for the president. Uh, but I don't like when churches get too heavily political. Like, they should never tell you who to vote for and stuff. Um, but, you know, I, I, so it's this Christian pastor. He had a, a podcast. It was on Apple iTunes. Uh, and according to CBN News, Pastor James McDonald McDo- uh, had his podcast, Walk, with, uh, Walk in the Word, uh, dropped from top 25 chart completely within 24 hours of him posting a prayer on Facebook for President Trump. In the podcast, uh, in the past, the podcast had never dipped below the top 40. Within 24 hours, it wasn't even making the top 200. Um, that's uh, that's a little suspicious there. That's uh, so over the course of analyzing the storage change, someone brought to our attention that the change correlated almost exactly with a Facebook post made by Pastor James calling for Christians to pray for the president as he selected his nominee to replace Justice Kennedy. Oh, interesting. So he didn't even say it on the fucking podcast. He says it on, on Facebook. I obviously haven't read this one. Uh, we saw no material change in our data on the back end. And in fact, some of our most important numbers... Uh, have been higher, uh, uh, higher. Nothing has declined. It seems more likely that there's something going on, uh, here that only Apple can answer. Um, I, that's, that's an interesting one to me is, and Twitter said that they were going to do this as well. And I'm, I'm just assuming all, uh, websites and everything are going to do this is if you are mean or, or break these terms of service, because remember the terms of service have to supersede the constitution apparently uh now that we're all living online uh fuck the constitution right now it's just the terms of service but if you break terms of service in in real life or on other websites they'll fuck you on every website and that's the plan uh, and really i mean we can blame you know uh, uh the the insane left the the loonies over in silicon valley as as we should uh i gotta say consumer capitalism has a little bit of uh probably a lot of bit of blame uh to to take here as well because what they're doing and we've talked about this uh, a couple a couple of episodes ago it's probably a couple of weeks ago or something uh about how uh, facebook's trying to like really get into china more we're all going to have to live by these international rules because it's it's better for them to have you know all of these consumers and go with just a blanket terms of service a, just a blanket 
uh, website design, really. Uh, and these are the rules, and we're going to have to live under either the EU or, or probably the Chinese uh, rules of what is acceptable speech and all of this. But that shows even more how in cahoots all of these dickheads in Silicon Valley are. Um, you, you can't go on Facebook and say a thing without your fucking Apple iTunes rating dropping. That's bizarre. Like, we're always like, uh, oh, yeah, you know, the, we got to worry about the police state, the police state, the police state. Well, no, all, all it had to be was just, like, uh, a bunch of fucking nerd, like, uh, gays and Jews who were like, hey, I built a website. Oh, wow, it's entertaining? Sweet. By the way, I'm going to need all of your information. No, that's fine. I can stay connected with my grandmother this way. Cool. And uh, don't say anything that, uh, that you know, that, that, that might make someone a little perturbed. Uh, because they just get to fuck you all over. They never had to inject us with chips to control our bank accounts. If you remember, we talked about this. Facebook is kind of like, maybe we ought to start collecting people's bank data. And it's like, no! No! Yeah, why? <laughs> what the fuck's the point? No! Like, I can't you wait. I mean, for Farmville? Yeah, dude, I can't wait for, like, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the Facebook, Twitter, uh, Google, Apple, um, you know, bodysuit. That, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we will go and pay for as well. People are like, this is amazing. Uh, and it'll just be like this weird gray thing that makes you look uh, just like an androgynous uh, uh, blob there. But I, because you don't want anybody to look too skinny or too fat or anything like that. You wouldn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, I'm like, oh, you don't look good in that. Like, you can't have that. But really, monitoring what other people do, what people do on other websites, and then punishing them on, you know, the, the, your website or whatever for that. That's something that I I did not think what we were gonna see this quickly. Um, like, this is just very quickly becoming some weird black mirror shit, man. Like we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna be playing we're gonna be like paying for groceries and stuff with how many uh, retweets and likes you get, uh, or or just fuck it you could just like pay for bread with uh, Apple Store credits and shit. Can't buy real apples though, strangely enough. But I, and that, that's fucking strange, my dude. It's fucking weird, and I I don't well, like it. I mean, it, it just it's it, it's I don't want to say it's like scary, but it is it's a little scary. Uh, how much. Like, they just snuck up all of this control of everybody, and we just gave it to them willingly. You know, we were just like, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, why, hey, why not, right? Because, uh, you know, everybody was worried about Big Brother, you know, for the longest time. And then the NSA comes around, and, hey, Big Brother's actually there. It's even more scary when it's third party. It's uh, these places that have been around for over a decade that you thought you know you could trust you could just go hang out on their website or whatever you didn't need a vpn or whatever which i've always used but uh a lot of people don't a lot of normies don't and now you know they know who you are they know where you live uh they know like they suggest ads based on you know what you google search off their fucking website has nothing to do with it and then, you know, they're going to track you down for mean tweets or mean mean forum posts or whatever on Reddit. Or, you know, they're going to fucking ban you for that. Twitter's been at this for a year. This was in their terms of service. Mm. It was subjective that they could do this. Um, and 
well, you know, they, their terms of service is pretty vague. So it's kind of one of those things where, you know, Laura Loomer probably probably uh, harassed somebody somewhere and they said, well, we don't like what she's doing off our platform. So we'll just uh, take her blue check away. They're going to do the same thing on YouTube. They're going to do the same thing fucking everywhere. It's not just iTunes. It's going to happen everywhere. You would think that there'd be some type of a, oh, geez, what's it called? Oh, yeah, racketeering. Uh, it, it's just odd. Meanwhile, Brian, as we start to uh, to round out this this first uh, this first hour here, uh, Brian Krasenstein, the, uh, the the fucking genius, one half of the dynamic duo of the uh, Krasenstein <laughs> brothers, dynamic duo, dynamic duo. The uh, the Krasenstein brothers. He's the unverified one now. He's uh, I don't know why he's not verified, but um, one, isn't it? Is he? I think you got so. Verified? I believe so. No. I believe so. I thought so, but maybe I'm wrong. When? I don't know. At some point, like when they were oh. verifying everybody. Like, no. Oh, okay. Well, fine. Then they're both unverified, so they're you know even bigger goofballs than I uh, than I thought. But uh, Brian sends out this this tweet. Uh, 7.50 a.m. here. Uh, sneak peek at the last page of my upcoming book, How the People Trumped Ronald Plump. Available for pre-order now. Ships November 6th, Election Day. And he has a link to Amazon there. Uh, and yes, all caps, I am teaching our children that Trump's actions are not okay. Deal with it. Oh, that brave man. He's very brave. Uh, on Twitter. You know, with all of his, uh, all of his, all of his uh, very pro-Trump followers. Not, not like this guy made a whole brand off of uh, disliking the president or anything. He's, he's so brave. Deal with it, you, you snowflakes. It's, uh, it, it, this is, you know, it's already pretty lame, right? You're, you're thinking like, oh, it can't get much worse. Uh, and then you see the, the last page, and it's a little gay. It's a little gayer than even I thought it would be. Uh, he goes, meet Robert Morrill. And it's a photo, uh, it appears to be the background is in New York, and you have a man that looks like uh, a very muscular um, Robert Mueller uh, wearing skinny jeans. I mean, he's, his legs, his leg muscles, he's like really defined in that. So these are, these are really tight. Uh, but he's not wearing a shirt, except for the collar and the, and the tie that he has. He's got his arms crossed, um, and it says, Dedicated to the future of America, our children, and the world's children. The end. Um, I don't. I don't know if. The, do we know? If, like, does Brian want to fuck Robert Mueller? Because like, that's what I got from this. Is that he wants to fuck Robert Mueller? Like, that's. I, I don't think anybody would. Why is he got to be shirtless? Put a superhero costume on or something. What happened to his shirt? Is that how he is appearing throughout this whole book? And, I mean, it's supposed to be like I. It's it's kind of like it's a kid's book, right? Children are not reading this shit. This is for some like infantilization of these neurotic adults, right? They're the ones that are buying this. And they they're off to reading like literal just children's book fantasy tales about the superhero Robert Morrill. Who's shirtless? I, 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 I'm, I, the shirtless thing really is what gets to me more than anything, Spicky. Because it's not even like, I mean, why? He's still wearing the collar and has a tie. I've never seen anybody wear something like that that wasn't like a male stripper, right? Like some Magic Mike shit. 
because they wear like the, the the bow tie things. That's it. What kind of weird? I mean, this this is if he wants to pitch it to children, why is he like trying to pitch some weird erotic shit to children? Do you think he thought of this? I think he's just too stupid. And I, he's not give him a cape and like. The only shirtless superhero is the Hulk. And he wears a shirt before he goes Hulk. Like, it's not his fault. You know, he can't walk into Abercrombie and be like, Oh, Hulk needs shirt. You know, and like get one in his size. They don't make him in his size. This is just a very muscular Robert Mueller who just, I, like, it's a weird picture, right, Spicky? This is weird, right? Yeah, it's not. Uh, it, it 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 it's not something uh, you know for children. It's not something children should have to. Why? You know why, Brian? Because he's Jewish and he's a really, really, really creepy, mentally deranged faggot. That's why. I think I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm pretty sure this guy and his brother both want to fuck Robert Mueller. Well, they didn't do the uh, they didn't do the the drawings because the, the other image that we have uh, is the cover and it's um, you know how the people trumped Ronald Plump, and it appears that uh, there is a very um, uh, pudgy faced uh, you know I mean as as is as is uh, Donald, um, but his hair seems to be a, a fox or some type of animal. With uh, the face and hands has hands. One hand is sticking out there. One of them is 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 uh, kind of curled. Small hands. Yeah, it's tiny, tiny little hands. But what it's the face of of Steve Bannon in in uh, Ronald Plump's hair. Um, but it was uh, written by Brian and Ed Krasenstein, and it was illustrated by Benny Radiani. Uh, <laughs> oh no um yeah the uh illustrator for i believe this is the same person has another book available on amazon colors in hebrew a rainbow tail don't dig too deep into that guys <laughs> another one how to chop the foreskins off a baby and suck the blood dry uh I haven't seen that. How one. many people are gonna buy this book? How many people are gonna buy this? Book? Uh, more than should, but not as many as he thinks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Somebody actually uh, did tweet underneath here. This is good. Somebody said, "Why is he dressed like that?" <laughs> so it's not just me that's that's like, yeah. Okay. Another one. Why is he so sexy? <laughs> Which is weird. But yeah. And then someone else said he skipped leg day. Leg day. Uh, which does also appear to be true, but yeah, I mean, okay, so maybe even less people than than I was thinking because it's it's clearly a, a disturbing tale from the dis from the twisted minds of the Krasensteins <laughs> comes yeah. come, comes a book unlike any other. <laughs> How the people trumped Ronald Plum. <laughs> yeah, you go to uh, if you go to Amazon, uh to you know to look and uh maybe purchase this book or pre-order it i guess because it's not out yet um it says customers who bought this item also bought uh there's a gallon of 
Clorox bleach and then a uh, 50 pack of Milwaukee razor blades. That's kind of interesting. God. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. And uh, I urge you to buy all three at once if you're going to buy it. I just, I, I don't know. I mean, what a, what a disturbing couple brothers. Like, do you, I, they, you know they high-five each other. They have to have brunch or something like that. You know, I assume that they're Manhattanites oh. and things, right? So they'd be like, mm, No, yes. they're Florida men. They're Florida men. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they live on coastal Florida, mm. which is even worse than inner Florida. But, yeah, they're they're Florida men. They live three doors down from each other, so you know they wake up go over to each other's houses, jerk each other off every morning real quick, and then go back to their wives and kids. Uh, no. No, no. Yeah, they're fucking weird, dude. I don't know. Here's here's a description for uh, for the book here. Um, the synopsis. And it's $17. Uh, I, an ego-driven selfish uh, selfishness overtakes a man named Ronald Plump, though he is influenced by a toupee-dwelling squirrel. Oh, he's a squirrel. Uh, named Weave Bannon. No political figure is strong enough to overpower the will of the people they represent. Will the people end up trumping Ronald Plump? This satire of President Donald Trump's first... Oh! Oh, that's what it's about. Wow. Glad, uh, glad he included that. Uh, so it's about Donald Trump's first year in office. It's sure to have any politically-minded reader rolling. Yeah. Those politically minded uh, four year olds that you're uh, claiming you're trying to trying to teach that Trump's actions are not okay. So you know those politically minded four year old children. That's that's um kind of you got to get your story straight here, Brian. That's that's fucking retarded. Dude, the comments are so good on this fucking post. Oh yeah, well, comments are so good. I I had not seen. I I'm glad that these people <laughs> seem to agree that this is fucking weird. Yeah, why is he shirtless? Yeah, uh, but not even that. People are like, uh, you know, this whoever Nandini, comma thought leader, whoever the fuck this bitch is, uh, says, "Can you and your brother teach me how to grift, pretty please?" <laughs> and Brian replies, "Sorry, I didn't know I wasn't permitted to write a book." Like. Dude, that's like, yeah, this is definitely a really grifting scam scumbag. It's, uh, well, he is a grifter. I mean, they're being dragged by thoughts, though. That's how bad this is. Mm. I don't like that, though, because anytime, like, uh, one of these thoughts, like, sees something that average people are doing, it's going to try to jump on it. Like, I, 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 I guarantee any of the replies are like, oh, you're super pretty. And it's like, yeah, here's my Vimeo. Or not my Vimeo, my, uh, what's the money thing that they do? Whatever. The one where you can not PayPal. The other one with the phones. I don't know. Listen, that's fine. But Cash app. Is that it? Is that what they, uh, I don't know. Is that what they're using? I think that's days? what the black people use these days. So is that what the kids are using these days? The, uh, <laughs> yeah. to make money off of their tweets? Is that, uh, we're oh, so Patreon. bad at this, you dude. Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And Cash app, you can, People buy and sell drugs with that shit. I see it all the time on Twitter. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yay. Isn't that amazing? You don't actually need cash. Like, here, just fucking uh, give me that money on your phone. Bang. Thanks. I got your phone now, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Good. good. Now, there's a, now, there's a, uh, now there's an electronic trail of uh, these drug transactions. That's smart. <laughs> hey, man. I'm not. 
I don't sell drugs. I've only consumed them. I've never. I don't think I've ever sold the drug. I don't think I ever would. But I, that's the worst. I like paying with Bitcoin is bad enough. Like buying it on the internet and having it mailed to your house. That's sketchy <laughs> enough. I can't imagine like pulling up to it to be like, "Hey, what's your cash app fucking number?" Like <laughs> buying drugs fucking with your phone. I don't know. I don't know. I just uh, yeah, the fucking Krastensteins that like they. Uh, how many how many uh followers does old brian have here oh i haven't blocked uh, a lot 512 512 yeah and then ed, ed, ed's got like seven 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 hundred something thousand i think it's seven hundred eighty thousand. but I'm, I'm not really sure about that uh but they they you know they they use uh you know auto follow back now so it's kind of one of those things where I followed them just for lulls to kind of like troll them and then it got to the point where you just like, oh, it's fucking brutal, dude. I, I can't do it. So I have to like manually go check their pages when I want to see shit. Because, you know, Brian made this tweet and he started getting dragged. And this faggot sat here for like 18 hours just replying to every single person in the fucking thread because he's a little bitch. Apparently they run a website called hillreporter.com. Um, um, they still run it. Yeah. Well, no, I, they... I, IR.net was the first one that oh. they had. Everybody can just have a fucking website now. That's, I, I don't know. You know what's funny about that? They had uh, three other uh, reporters that wrote for their website that they were uh, paying money to that um, they didn't exist. Like, they're non-existent people. They were never born. Uh, <laughs> like, there's pictures of so, them and so shit. So they're Democrat but, voting uh, to me. Oh, yeah. hey, oh, that one—that one was for the for the MAGA moms out there. Uh, <laughs> God, I don't know. Those people are pieces of shit. Um, they are. Uh, you got anything else before we uh before we hit the break here? We did, we did all of the uh, all the first hour on that. We got some other stuff after this, but uh, yeah, you got anything else? We, we should going get, We should try to get these two faggots to come on the show. We should we should actually you know what we should do? We should try to set up a debate. Between tag team, you and I versus these two faggots. The Craston signs. That'd be good. I mean, I, I'm down. I'm down. We'll try to we'll try to do it. They'll just they'll just get us banned from the old Twitter, and you can only have one account for life. So, you know, I don't I don't want to risk it, but <laughs> I'll, I'll risk. I'm willing to risk mine. Uh, but all right, let's go ahead and um uh let's see. We don't uh, we don't have a, a, a an ad because I uh forgot to. To get it from our one of our numerous sponsors uh, that we have, but uh, we do have shirts. You can go to the go and buy a shirt, and we got mugs, uh, and uh, you know those are cool. So anyway, we'll see you in a second. Then maybe like 
Kirby's in Muslim or something. And occasionally let some dude who sounds Canadian talk about his Twitter. So yeah, dude, you definitely want to check it out. Okay, we're back. Back from. Do I really sound Canadian? I, I I guess I've heard a lot of things Canadian, uh, Alaskan, uh, a lot of things. You know, places where I'm just like I don't I don't get it, but uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> these people are fucking retards, Spicky. Like that's a thing. Like I mean, the guy who made that, uh, he, you know, he makes our intro music. Spare the the intro that we use today because uh, I put that you know home improvement dubstep in there because like there wasn't anything that we had that was like they were talking about in the news that we were really going to focus on too much. I mean, nobody's like, and uh, Brian and Ed Krensenstein are making a book. You know, I am, I'm Don Lemon. Like that's, you know, it's not a thing that was happening. So it was like, fuck what I'm going to do. Well, I'm just, uh-huh. And I just put, you know, put fucking moment proven in there. Uh, and you know, the way we have things set up at the moment, you know, it's just gonna sound like shit. I don't care because you know, <laughs> you know, let's do it anyway. <laughs> So We're trying to impress retards. Yeah, you know, am I, am I supposed to, you know, it's like I got to do a show and then like just, you know, what am I supposed to even fucking talk about? But yeah, I, I uh, no, the guy, the guy who did that, uh, FEMA camp band leader, uh, who, who's got a sound quality you ought to check out. Um, he, he, uh, you know, he, he did the, the, did the thing there. So I'm guessing he thinks that you sound Canadian. Um, I, you know, I hear it a lot. I also hear uh, like Scandinavian and Alaskan. Like, um, I don't even know what Alaskan sound like besides it's cold. God, yeah, I mean terrible. it's cold here too. But I mean, I, I I I honestly have no idea what an Alaskan sounds like. Uh, I can tell you, I don't sound like an Alaskan. <laughs> I the, do know that for a fact. Well, the only prominent Alaskans I know about are. Uh, Sarah Palin, um, and then who was that? Uh, he was the uh, congressional representative, I think, or he might have been a senator. The uh, way he was like, the internet's a series of tubes, and sometimes the tubes get clogged. <laughs> that's the only Alaskans I know, and he like died in a plane crash or some shit. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a common thing there, by the way. Yeah. Like, like you know, most of the country, well, a lot of the country, like. Dying in a house fire is not very common, but that's not really going to happen there. I mean, most people live in fucking shanties and stuff, but, you know, you kind of know about it before it's going to happen. In Alaska, like, plane crashes and, like, grizzly bear attacks and getting trampled by elk or or hitting an elk on the highway or something like that. That That's the number one way to die. I'm not Alaskan. I may or may not be Canadian, and I will not allow you to hold that against me since I will not confirm nor deny. Well, well, so what? a big thing I want to talk about uh, here, we've got a few different stories that are just maddening. Um, and it's it's good to, to lead in with this one, given the last segment of, uh, you know, Twitter is like, hey, you know, you can't just share around uh, fake news and stuff. Uh, well, I mean, that's exactly what CBS Los Angeles did. A lot of these, uh, a lot of these articles that are shared on Facebook, they're shared on Twitter. Nobody actually clicks the article. They don't do it. I would love to see the engagement of some of these accounts as far as like, you know, how many people open the link, but it's, uh, it's low, but it is, uh, you know, Hey, we've got the headline here. 
ICE detains man for driving pregnant wife to deliver baby. Says he, uh, said, oh, they changed it, finally. Said, uh, uh, says he is wanted for homicide in Mexico. It didn't say that for a while. It didn't say that for a while. Uh, and it was nice seeing the, uh, the fights there. People, when, you know, they actually did read it, and they're like, yeah, he, he had a, a, an outstanding warrant for, like, fucking killing a guy, allegedly, you know? Like, so that's a thing. They're like, well, you know, I was just, I was just worried about like the, the wife and child, you know, she's on her way to deliver a baby. Well, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was a C-section. It was, it was scheduled. <laughs> I mean, they knew, they knew they were going, but they had this, uh, they had this crying mother photo of, you know, she's in a gas station uh, on the phone there, you know, all preggers and shit. Um, and I just thought that that was a little quaint. The way that, uh, I mean, obviously they were forced to change it because it did not originally have, I really wish I had archived it. Um, I guess I didn't give them enough credit over at uh, CBS uh, uh, LA. But that, that's how most news is spread now in these, in these little headlines. And then they, you know, they forget about it or whatever. It was like, okay, my worldview has been affirmed. Ice are evil people. And, uh, you know, there's just this innocent man. He, he did do nothing, Holmes. And, uh, you know, he stopped, stopped, the, uh, stopped the delivery. I mean, cause it, 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 gets, it gets the image in your mind that she's like, push or whatever pushes and pusho, pusho. And she's like, oh, see, see, pusho, pusho. And it's like, you know, like a movie just like going down the, the, the fucking five, like just, you know, like, oh, I'm going to get you to El Hospitalo or whatever, right? Uh, and that's not, that's not it at all. Um, and obviously they have had to correct it from, from the backlash there to add that tiny part about, you know, the the murder uh the murder warrant uh so you know you got uh you got an illegal in the who's who's wanted for murder in the country who's about to have a fucking anchor baby if that doesn't uh if that doesn't tell you how how fucking broken things are i don't know what to tell you but they did they they they, they didn't want to have it like that it had to seem, had to seem like he was just innocent. He was, he was fine. He's doing a good job. Shit cracked me the fuck up, Spicky. I mean, it shouldn't, but at this point, I mean, what else do you expect? Yeah, it's pretty comical. Everything is blown out of proportion these days. Every little fucking thing. Um, man, I think it would be, uh, I mean, it'd be sad if this shit, like you know, really happened or it was a common occurrence when it hypothetically really did happen and uh these dudes were pulled over for you know driving down the road and their pregnant wife had to sit there while she was giving birth for half an hour it'd be, it'd be really sad and break my heart <laughs> you bro you broke way too soon <laughs> you you had me. I was like, all right, where's he going with this? Maybe he has had a little bit to drink today. This is a little too like you know. It's, so it's, Spicky's in rare form showing like empathy to other human beings. This is uh, where's he going with this? I wonder. That's why the that's why the pause, dude. I was trying to hold it back for like another ten seconds. Like uh, I feel I feel terrible if that uh, 
That little anchor baby had uh, had some issues on the side of the road, <laughs> which uh, wasn't the case. But, uh, man, you know what? You're driving illegally in the country. I don't give a fuck if she's giving birth or not. Load them both up in the paddy wagon and drag their ass back across the border. They don't belong here. I don't give a fuck if they need medical attention or not. You don't belong here. Here's the risk you're running. Goodbye. And uh, wait till we build that wall and catapults, motherfucker, because you're not going through a gate. You are going to a trebuchet and you are getting fucking launched. It's uh, all there is to it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just funny the way that it played out was, uh, oh, yeah, they uh, neglected. I mean, it was buried in the article here that like, oh, yeah, and he might have had like a, you know, a warrant for a homicide or whatever. But like, oh, my God, look at how bad ISIS. Oh, these terrible people. Uh but I, I watched in real time as the uh, Twitter comments uh, changed into, you know, yeah, that's bad. And, you know, that that's not good. But, you know, I'm just more worried about the, about the mother, you know, and, and the child. And it was like, yeah, that was that was scheduled. It's a, it's a cesarean, you know, so like it's it, there was no hurry uh, like at all. Um, and that just goes to show you how dishonest the progressives are. I mean, it, they are just without even reading the damn thing, just like arguing from a, a point of, you know, I, I want my side to win. I mean, like that, you, there's, you, you've got to just be crazy. Like I, I want to limit even legal immigration to almost none, uh, if at all possible. Uh, but thick Latinas are okay. Yeah. In that's, my book. Yeah. That's it. You know, no, no booty is illegal. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yes, that is our new uh, that is our new campaign slogan for the show. No booty is illegal. Actually, fat booty is illegal. But you know, we'll include them just for the sake of uh, sake of the catchphrase. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, phat fat booty. That's that's totally legal. Uh, but no booty is illegal. <laughs> no booty is illegal, man. But. Uh, yeah, I, they, I, it was funny watching them change it in real time. It really was, uh, and it just—if you're—if you're so nutty that you want just even illegals, like the people that do actually say like no person is illegal and things like that, they are either like calling for the downfall of the United States, as we know many of them are. You know, when they're like uh, no borders, no wall, no uh, America at all. Um, you know, those people, at least they're like telling you exactly what they're about. It's a shame that the media doesn't tell you exactly what they're about. And they're like, no, no, the Democrats, they, they aren't saying open borders. And it's like, well, a lot of, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think Ted Cruz is like on that white identity tip either, but, uh, you sure seem to lump him in with that. So, I mean, you've got, uh, uh, you know, uh, Alexandria Cassio keyboard, who she seems like a pretty open borders lass. Uh, we'll, we get to talk about her later, but you know, I, the, the, they're, they're just lying. Like you, there's no good argument yeah. for just uh, illegals outside of, I want the USA to fall down. Uh, or, you know, the, the really smart ones know, Hey, we can advance, uh, you know, socialism and, and shit like that. If we just get a bunch of poor people here who are like, oh, Holmes, I am poor. And he's like, they, for some reason, think that like Jamal and, and Jorge are going to get along or something like that. Because they, I mean, they're still stupid people, right? But I, it's I, it's just fascinating to me. Every time I've never heard 
anybody be able to give an, uh, a reasonable argument for just opening up the borders? Um, it's always, you know, it always comes down to like, well, it's just inhumane to not. What well, is not? Uh, but the the people that know that you've got them and they're a little more open about their beliefs are, will outright tell you they want the USA to dissolve. Um, which is like, if you want, if you want a country to get all fucked up, I mean, the best thing you can do is just let everybody in and give them all kinds of free shit. Uh, cause they're getting paid cash under the table. They're getting, uh, government subsidies and all of that. You know, who's paying for it? White folks typically. Me? Yeah. You white folks. And you know, you get to struggle as you try to get by as all the taxes and everything increases. And then, you know, you have nothing. You just have nothing, and you look around, and you're like, oh, good. They have everything. I've just – we've the way that they're able to transfer the wealth, uh, you know, is it's just fantastic. And they can do that through the open borders. But the whole fake news thing, man, when these – when, like, CBS LA, who clearly obviously has an agenda, um, when they're they – are they're able to accomplish what they want to do by just – you know, we'll change the headline later. Because how often are they changing the fucking headlines of these things after people are like, wait a second, that's ridiculous, and start making fun of them or calling them out for the bullshit. Uh, well, but it's already thing. it's already imprinted into the brains of people who just are retards, and they just take it along with them, and they're like, well, I saw this. And they can't remember exactly when or where, but they use it as, uh, you know, as as a uh, kind of like a, a point in their argument. Uh, I guarantee you'll, you, you will hear... People talk about this, about the pregnant woman that they pulled over and deported her husband who was just an innocent uh, innocent man. He sold frittatas. Like, it's... Are frittatas Mexican? I don't know if they are or not. They're a very good egg dish. But, yeah. that's It's it's clever as shit. I don't even know if they know that they're doing it uh, when it comes to, like, CBS LA. Because they're just small-time fags. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with all this bullshit and them printing headlines off before they know the actual facts is, yeah, you know, usually they'll go back and recant it. But, uh, you know, they'll print off a headline like this that'll get archived. It'll get screen grabbed. It'll get six gorillion retweets and seven gorillion likes just on Twitter alone. It'll be imprinted in uh resist retard fucking boomer brains for i mean probably the next 10 years this will be a memorable fucking story for these idiots oh no they have ways too short a memory i mean they'll bring it up but it'll it won't be uh, explained or anything it'll just be that the you know boomer pussy hat moms or something that'll bring it up go in conversation but they, they will go back and use it they'll say look Look what Trump did. It's kind of like his, uh, you know, the Trump concentration camps at the border <laughs> yeah. that weren't Trump's concentration camps at the border. They were Obama's fucking, uh, it was Obama's policy that separated kids from their, probably not even their parents, let's be honest. I mean, the, the kids were being sold. There there were coyotes bringing them over here, whatever. But that that bur that is burned into these retards fucking brains. And every little story like this is the same way. Now you'll see six gorillion retweets and seven gorillion fucking likes. And then you know, they'll either A, change the headline and it'll just kind of go unnoticed or B, they'll get enough flack where they'll actually go back and issue a statement correcting it, which at the bottom. nobody will see. Yeah, yeah it's at the, it's at the bottom, see. you know. Like, you said. And then maybe they might send a tweet about it if it's bad enough. 
And then, you know, you'll look at that and it'll be like 127 likes and fucking 16 retweets. It's because they're just dishonest. The people that are, consume this media, create this media, all of that, um, it's it's just dishonest. You know, it's it's even yeah. more projection. I mean, I, I hated Fox during the George W. Bush days. Uh, I, I was just like, this is... And honestly, like, even, like... Hannity is good for covering the, the, you know, Russia probe and stuff like that. And the kind of the minutia of like how all that is falling apart and like the uh, uranium one stuff and all of that. But I, I do think that like he would probably like blow Donald Trump. Like if he really, you know, if he asked that he would probably suck his dick, you know, uh, and I don't, I don't like that either. You know, I don't think that's great, but the the people that are, are making this type of media or making these types of arguments based on this shitty media, they're they're just the most dishonest motherfuckers there are. That's progressivism is that they know it's not true. They know it. Most of them, the smarter ones, maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but they know it's not true. And like anything CNN knows, you know that that shit's not true. We've got a funny, uh, funny thing with CNN, actually. Um, but. Okay, yeah, let's do let's do the CNN one first. Um, so, speaking, do you remember uh, what was his name? Phil Mudd, the guy that uh, the guy that got on TV and he said, uh, you know, like I'm a proud shitholer, and you know, he's from a shithole country, and all of his, you know, because he's Italian or some bullshit like that, and he just kept saying shithole during that 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 week when uh, everybody couldn't stop saying shithole because they were like giddy. That uh, they were allowed yeah. to say it on TV. They were like, oh my God, we get to say shit, you know? So they were really thrilled. Um, it, Italy is a shithole, by the way. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, so this this motherfucker, and I'm sorry, uh, the mic, I, it might keep doing this thing. I'm trying to figure out a way to fix it. It only does it in uh, Streamlabs. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you would just give me and Spicky all of your money, uh, that would fix it, probably. That's what I hear. But uh, anyway, so yes, Elon Musk, please give us all of your money. Yeah, Thank you, bud. but uh, so okay, so uh, Phil Mudd is on CNN with some black fella. He's some you know based black guy in a Trump hat, right? Well, he's not actually wearing a Trump hat, but uh, you, you know what I mean. He's got on this colorful green tie, and while he's talking, Phil Mudd is stewing. It'll be in the show notes. You've got to check out uh, this video. Uh, the guy is just just stewing. It's it's absolutely amazing security clearances and this is the secret in in, in the swampy washington dc they have them and they keep them because it's profitable for them after they leave government because if you have a security clearance especially high level security clearances your contracts and your consulting give pay you a lot more money because of the access that you have i hope the president continues to do this and i hope he adds amorosa to the list because if she has a clearance she too because of her actions uh, should have it revoked. Well, I don't know if I'd put Amoroso in the same category of the 75 people who signed those letters, but Phil Mudd, I imagine you want to react. Profitable Paris, when I am requested to sit on an advisory board, let me ask you one question. How much do you think I'm paid to do that at the request of the U.S. government? Give me one answer and you got 10 seconds. How much? I'll give, I'll ask you a question. How much are you paid for your answer the question. contracting gig? Whoa, dude. Mike Pop, pal. You got to calm down. Phil Mudd is steaming at this point. Like his face, he, he it's, he's so crinkled up. He looks like a fucking raisin. All right. Uh, and here he is yelling at a black man on CNN. I'm not sure if you're allowed to do that. But, uh, you know, hey, I guess that's that's we'll see. 
for being a for being I have a no contracts with the U.S. government that pay money. I'm not talking zero. And this is the thing. When I'm, I'm not talking when I'm about asked what the to offer advice to the U.S. government, Phil, I let's be honest. Zero. Phil, let's be that's honest. It. I'm not talking about your role with the federal government. I'm talking about oh, the who are you talking about? That you talking about General Hayden? Consultant and a contractor. The consulting firms that they form and that you all get is because you get more money when having a consultant before having the security clearance. That Stop is incorrect. Like that doesn't happen. I have that's zero consulting relationships with the U.S. government. Zero. I'm not talking, Phil, that's a good talking point. I'm not talking about relationships with the government. I'm talking about in the private sector. When you have a security clearance and you keep it. I have zero relationships with the private sector that involve my security clearance. Okay, so before we get to the, the rest of that, first of all, did you guys hear him say shit? Because he's like totally said it. He cannot keep the word shit out of his mouth on TV. Like he just, and apparently CNN is fine with this. Apparently you can just say shit on TV and nobody told me. Apparently this is just a thing. You can just say shit. But, uh, so what, uh, what this guy, this is this black fellow whose name is Paris, uh, terrible name, but he's okay. So, so Paris is, uh, is, is saying essentially that when you get a job at these consulting firms, having a security clearance will get you higher pay. It will get you uh, a job easier because you have the clearance. It's something that you can put on a resume. Hey, I have security clearance. And then old fucking Mad Mud over here, Mad Muddy, uh, is just just talking. I have zero contracts with the federal government that pay anything. And I've got you know zero this and zero that. So I don't know. Maybe he's just unsuccessful in the things that he does. But uh, I, I, I do suspect that he's outright lying. And again, you have to watch the video. Like, as I have it frozen right now, like, this guy is just, he's mad. He looks like a, uh, he looks like a, a drill sergeant at a transsexual camp. Zero. I get well, zero dollars from consulting companies that deal with the U.S. government. Are we clear? Well, I will be clear in saying that everybody in Washington, D.C. knows if you don't want to be honest about it, that's on you. But if you have a security clearance and you keep it, you We're get done, more Jim. money to We're have We're done. It. Get out. Phil, it's not your show. So I'm saying right the here. And this is Don't the be so defensive about Get this. Out. Don't Boy. be so defensive about this. Boy. Your voice is still here. You can still do whatever you Boy. want. Boy. Let's, let's but the politicalization of the intelligence community under this administration, with the people coming on here every day, tweeting and talking about this administration, you all have made it about politics, let's, let's not take, the president. Let's take a beat here for a second. And, and Phil, I appreciate your patience because, because I know it's getting it's getting personal here. Mm, Phil, I appreciate your patience because uh, you agree with the narrative of my network. But uh, yeah, this this is all Phil Mudd on there, man. Um, he seems like a perfectly normal and sane individual that should totally have security clearance. You know, it just makes perfect sense. He's not uh, not in any way uh, unstable or uh, uh, a wackadoo. He seems perfectly normal, right? Speaking, he just seems like a really great guy. Yeah, as so many of these other leftists are, right? I mean, uh, how many how many times have you seen one of these people be given the platform like Tom Arnold and just have a meltdown? Guys who you thought were completely normal, but they are so triggered and so brainwashed by uh the mainstream media and what goes on on social media that they just they have a mental break. Uh, some uh, of them. And also, I'm, I'm pretty sure you, you, you can't say anything. You, you can't talk down to a black guy unless it's on CNN. That's it. Yeah, I, I have not seen any of black Twitter come out and uh, address how Phil Mudd is using his uh, white privilege to, uh, you know, to, to talk over and harass uh, Paris Denard. 
Um, I, I don't know. It's got to be out there. I mean, you guys can send me the tweets if you find them, but uh, I didn't see any of uh, Phil Mudd. Maybe you ought to ask Phil Mudd about his white privilege there. Um, but it's uh, as far as them like having these mental breakdowns, one, I think they're clearly probably not that very stable. But uh, I would think in the in the case of Phil Mudd especially, I mean, Tom Arnold's probably just batshit insane, right? Because uh, I don't think he really has anything to promote, to the best of my knowledge. But I think Phil Mudd probably does. He wants to be, a, he wants to be uh, you know, more common on TV. And like, oh, look at how fiery he is. So we can get him on there. He's a, he's a commentator now, don't you know? Because that's very hard to do. That was, it was very hard for Spicky and I to get our jobs as professional uh, commentators. Uh, you know, you got you to gotta, you, you gotta spend a lot of time going to, uh, to the bar. Um, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard doing it without knobbing Jews, to be honest with you. It's fucking, we fought from the bottom and it started from the bottom. Now we, now we hear, um, made it to the the upper echelon of the bottom Yeah, without sucking Jew dick. So we're doing good, doing pretty good. But yeah, I, I think it's just kind of, I think it's a money thing. I think a lot of these people are just kind of playing a character, uh, where they, you know, they know that this can get them more work. I mean, he can, he can lie his ass up and I know he got paid from CNN. He's full of shit. Um, uh, it's, it's bizarre. I mean, we've seen, um, you know, I, we've seen the, the decline of political discourse for, you know, all of our lives, but I mean, we've really gotten to the point where it's just theatrics. I mean, it's very appropriate that the president like had a reality TV show and was in home alone too, you know? I mean, why the fuck not? Jesse Ventura was a fucking governor. I mean, like, who are we, what are we doing here? You know, the governor of Vermont is like a really good actor because he pretends, uh, potential governor of Vermont uh, is a really good actor. You know, he's pretending to be a lady. Um, so, you know. Not I, doing I, a good job, by the way. No, no, they, they don't. That's still a hard, that's a hard role to, uh, it's a, uh, it's a hard role to, to fill, you know. I mean, the, the Wayans brothers did a great job in White Girls, uh. I th- I think they uh they really you know if you can if you can't get like white girl status uh, then you know you shouldn't be doing it but that takes Hollywood level makeup, um, but no I, I it was strange and then this is a this is another odd one um just in, in the wacky world of of news restaurant receives one star Yelp review for hanging LGBT pride on storefront this actually comes from FoxNews.com. Patrons rallied around a restaurant owner in Massachusetts after he received a one-star Yelp review that focused on a small LGBT pride flag hanging uh, in his storefront and barely mentioned anything else. Uh, Nino Barbalesi, I don't know, some Italian, uh, the owner of Cafe Zia Gianna in Dorchester, uh, always wanted his restaurant to be a welcoming place for all. He recently noticed a one-star Yelp review and wondered what the customer was upset about. In the review, which uh, has since been taken down, the person said, after seeing the rainbow flag in the window, I've had it with this place and I've thrown in the towel. Well, that flag says it all. And when you delve deeper to see the real customer base here, it's clearly geared and catered only towards those who rallied behind the rainbow flag. Now, this is supposed to be like, oh, my God, what a monster. You got to remember what the damn rainbow flag is, is saying to anybody that disagrees with that, to Christians specifically. Um, they're like, you might as well hang an upside down cross up there. Like I didn't see any other uh, things in the window. 
uh, you know, but you, you've got to, it's the gay mafia. You know, you gotta, you gotta have that. That way they know that you're inclusive. All right. Um, but I, I fail to see how this is news. And, you know, obviously this restaurant is, is not hurt by this. Uh, and, and at the end of the article here, uh, meanwhile, the LGBT pride flag remains. And, uh, Barbara Lacey said he's willing to give the one star reviewer a second chance. Oh, how very kind of him. I'm here to serve food. If he is hungry, he is welcome to come here. Well, that's probably the best response, frankly. Um, but it's not news. And it does just kind of, like, you know how people get offended when they, like, uh, you're, you're, black people pretend to be offended when they see the Confederate flag? That's what you're doing to Christians with this. You're saying, like, Ploop. we disagree with all of your beliefs, and we want you to know it. Um, it's not, like, why, if you're a business owner, and and this guy who's clearly just just taking the high road and is uh, uh, saying that he will serve this this horrible bigot who left him a one star Yelp review because it's it's very important uh, these these Yelp reviews guys it's uh, you know nobody nobody on the internet at all just leaves Yelp reviews when they're mad or anything I actually have never heard anybody say anything mean on the internet this is why it's newsworthy. Uh, <laughs> I, if he's if he's willing to serve everybody, why has he got to advertise? Like, just so you know, gays also can eat food. It's it's fine if it's fine. You know, other, uh, you know other people. I mean, you know, not every corporation uh, in the country, but some other people may not be okay with it. But I, I need to make sure that uh, you know. That uh, it's fine. Use the bathroom if you'd like, fellas. I, I uh, we, you know, we don't even have separate water fountains over here. You can sit at the diner and everything. It's, but I mean, it's bizarre for a couple of reasons. One, this is not news. It should not be news. Two, I don't see how people don't get the whole um, purpose of, of of you know flying a flag at all. Okay. Uh, the only flag that should be allowed is the state flag and then the United States flag. That's it. Those are, that's, I would I would get rid of every other flag in the country just as a rule. I'm sorry. You know, it's been ruined. You, it's only, We only like two flags. Um, and, th- and that's it. But you are sending a signal when you're doing this. And you are declaring your values when you do this. And if somebody disagrees with your values, which is supposedly fine for, for this to happen, like, it's fine. He can go have this flag. That's okay. He's, he's, he's saying what his values are. It's a thing that most people are fine with there. But when somebody disagrees with you, you don't get to throw a fit and run to the fucking media. Like, you don't, you don't see how this is, like, just... It's nutty. It's nutty. People are allowed to disagree with you because, and you, without you saying that they're fucking hateful. It's anti-Christian is what it is. And people are, at last I heard, and maybe not for too much longer, allowed to hold Christian values. Which poo-poo upon this. Just thought it was weird, Spicky. Like, what a strange fucking... It's not news, and you're just going to get mad about it. Like, I sent a political and social message, and then one person disagreed with me, uh, therefore, they need to be uh, called out. Wackadoos. Willing to give them a second chance, though. I'm willing to give them a second chance, you know, as a business owner who's talking to the media and like, 
I'm taking the high road here. It's, uh, who gets their panties in water? Bro? Oh, like, I mean, and now, like, oh, yeah, go to the media. I'm sure nobody's going to leave fucking Yelp reviews for you now. Good Lord. It's silly. It's weird. Fucking Italians, am I right? Yeah, which is, it, it, uh, uh, Dorchester is a really interesting place. I'm pretty sure the Wahlbergs, not even sure if they're white or if they're Jewish or not. Uh, they were, uh, as far as I know, the last white people to live in Dorchester. Like it is, uh, it is a the wait, wait, the wall the Dor- Wahlbergs like the Wahlberg brothers. Yeah, uh, Mark and Donnie grew up there. Oh, okay. uh, their mother, I think their mother still lives there. If well, I'm they're... not mistaken, but it Mark... is a fucking hellhole. It is a piece of shit, dude. It uh, there, there's it's a it's a neighborhood of Boston is what it is. Okay, okay. it's on the outskirts of Boston. Um, it is uh, there's. A couple places around Boston that are really unsafe and shitty. Dorchester and Mattapan, a.k.a. Murderpan, <laughs> and uh, Roxbury are the three. They are no-go zones. I mean, they're not they're not as bad as, like, uh, they're not as bad as, uh, you know, like Chicago or, or uh, you know, like Dearborn, Michigan or something like that. But uh, Dearborn, Dearborn's a great place if you're Muslim, dude. It's fine. Just, like... <laughs> Yeah, that's a good it's, point. It's, it's, I mean, as, as as far as like the northeast goes, those are the they're, they're by far the worst worst neighborhoods to go into. So Dorchester is a neighborhood, not really a city. It uh it was a town, now it's an incumbent of Boston or whatever, but uh man, it's uh it's a it's a pretty rough place. So it's interesting to me that uh you know, the the, the person who who must have uh, reported this was probably a passerby or somebody who ended up in the wrong neighborhood is what I could think. Or they saw a picture on the internet. Cause I, unless the blacks are becoming like transphobic or some shit. Oh, they uh, absolutely typically are though, is the thing. Yeah. But I mean, are they going to go leave a Yelp review over that? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it was a long Yelp review too. I mean, it was pretty long. Uh, so I don't know. I imagine it was a, uh, you know, a, a Christian conservative lady, uh, more than likely. I don't know about that in Dorchester, man. Like 70% of the people that uh, live in Dorchester are foreign born. Like it's mostly Dominicans, Haitians, and then like 20% are blacks. And then the rest are probably Italians, like poor Italians. Mm, so it's pro- well, so there's no way there's no white people there. Right. Yeah. Um, hmm. that's, that's an odd it, one. It, it is. It's, it's curious. Uh, but to, to raise a big fucking stink about, uh, a negative Yelp review. Well, who's even to say that it's not the goddamn owner himself. Well, that could point. be, yeah, very well could be, could be the Wahlbergs too. They own a burger chain. It's like, this guy's competition. Fuck yeah. Wahlburger. Yeah. Leave him a negative Yelp review. Yeah. Yeah. They, I, I mean, Mark, think... Mark and Donnie, Mark and Donnie are plenty bigoted, you know, they're, they're good boys. I hope so. <laughs> I, I love Mark Wahlberg, dude. I think he's a fucking legend. But... He's pretty great. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, here's but the I'm thing. just saying, like, you know, it's not like it's not like it's a small Christian town. You know what I mean? It's right. not like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's this really nice place. As a matter of fact, it's one of the worst places you could possibly visit in New England. Like, if you end up seeing signs for Dorchester, 
you better hope your gas tank's not on empty and don't stop at stop signs. Hmm. Yeah, well, I'm, never, I'm never going there. I, I, but, uh, see, yeah, we're going there. We're no, going to go do a show there. No, 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 no. I'll give no. you a tour. I know it pretty well. We're not, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not doing, we're not taking right to Brighton on the road to, to the ghetto or anything. <laughs> That's, um, yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the gays are winning. They're, they're catching some, uh, some W's here. Um, because uh, Jesse Hernandez debuts as the first male sensation. Because this is going to save the NFL, guys. This is going to save the uh, the the dying ratings. Is um, yeah, they got dude cheerleaders now. What are they called? They're called yell leaders. Uh, we uh, we in high school, we always just called them gays. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, uh, after this is it's it's a dramatic read from theadvocate.com here, uh, and I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But after spending about one hundred dollars on lower bowl tickets and driving two and a half hours from the uh, the Lafayette area, Tracy Hernandez was nervous as she took her seat near midfield of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome on Friday night. It wasn't the preseason game the Saints were about to play against Arizona that worried her. The dance instructor hardly watches football. What mattered to her was how her son Jesse would fare in his debut as the first ever male member of the Saintsations, New Orleans NFL dance team. Uh, dude, you don't even like see the cheerleaders on TV and NFL games to the best of my knowledge. Like they don't really do it. You know, it's not like a thing. So I don't know. That, there was some like think piece from fucking HuffPo or some bullshit like that uh, a few weeks back about you know how this guy was going to be the first male cheerleader and other teams uh, might be doing it and how maybe that maybe that's going to be what saves the NFL because like everything that liberalism latches itself onto uh, it's going to ruin it uh, politicize it and then and then move on and uh, now they've they've ruined titties so. So that's a thing that uh, that they've done there. Um, he's uh, he's apparently some twenty-five-year-old uh, Latino um, who, just judging from this photo, I mean, I, I well, there's two photos. Um, I I don't want to like say that he's gay, but you know, it's it's a safe bet. Like if I were, uh, if I if I were to bet, I'd say he probably is. But I don't know, Speaky. What do you think about uh, male cheerleaders in the NFL? This is um, this is a thing now. I can't wait for the. Uh, didn't we have like a tranny as the uh, uh, as like a Miss America pageant uh, contestant or, or or something recently? I mean, this is uh. This is this is going to be good because uh, apparently Tracy had become uh, annoyed at online commenters who in recent weeks had insulted her son's masculinity for being a sensation. Um, I, I don't know who to side with there. The the blind people who I don't I don't know. He doesn't seem like he's the masculine type. And uh, two, I just kind of agree with him. I think cheerleading squads are women only spaces. <laughs> <laughs> what the it's, fuck is happening so yeah yeah it is it is really really fucked up especially with a masculine sport like uh football football like but, do you think any of these that... guys besides that one gay f nfl player who was drafted uh are gonna like look over for encouragement and be like yeah yeah dude jesse hernandez is really cheering me on here i don't even think that's what the cheerleaders do in the nfl i i don't know <laughs> 
Like they're just supposed to, who are they? Who is this guy entertaining? Like I, uh, nobody, dude. Like he's he's pretty flexible, but uh, I mean he is somehow more gay than Justin Bieber when he was like seventeen. He's got the like, same haircut. Yeah, his haircut's worse, dude. Like it's it's bad. Um, when I was in high school. And it, it, that's very common in basketball, but that's a that's a very gay sport. I mean, very fucking gay. You get a you get a foul for breathing on somebody. And in high school, we had two male cheerleaders, and then uh, we seg <laughs> we the student body segregated them between the cheer squad, which was the girls, and the queer squad, which was the two dudes. Mm -hmm. And Mike, I have no idea how they made it through high school. I have no well, idea. Well, Spicky, it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, okay, speaking of separating them, though, like, here, here's a question. Is Jesse Hernandez going to, like, change and shower with the football players? Or is he going to be in the girls' locker room? Or is he going to need a separate locker room entirely now? Like that's gonna be a that's gonna be a problem. We're gonna have a whole new like uh, uh, wave of sexual predators trying to become male cheerleaders. Like if this goes on for thirty more years, which I don't think the NFL has thirty more years, because you know what, all of this NFL drama and shit is covering up the real problem of the fucking concussions that are going on, life-ending, life-ruining concussions that are going on they to are. the point that even you know moms and dads are like, yeah, probably not gonna let my kid get into football. Cause uh, he's not very smart as is. Um, so no, I mean that's something that that's something that really does need to be discussed too. I mean, uh, I think yeah. that's something we should do sometime. To be honest with you, yeah, we could do something. I, I, I mean, it, it's a really interesting story, but you're right. I mean, what's this guy? What's this guy gonna do? I mean, they they're gonna pat him on the back before he walks down the tunnel into the. Uh, the belly of the stadium. And then once he gets underneath there and be like, listen, faggot, just get the fuck out of here. We don't need you in our showers or locker rooms. Like you were the gayest man alive. You probably don't even sweat. Like you're, you're a fucking freak. Just get out of here. It's uh, I, I don't know. It's just interesting. I wonder how they're going to, how they're going to, you know, deal with the showering and, and, and situation and stuff like that. Cause I don't know how they handle it right now, but I assume that, you know, like, Oh, Ben Roethlisberger would have raped like way more women if uh, you know they were showering with the cheerleaders. But uh, that's the right guy, right? Oh, Big Ben. Yeah. Oh, Big yeah. Rapey Ben. Yeah. Yeah, fucking legend. Yeah. Um. All right, we got we got some more stuff. You're listening to Right to Brighton. We're America, bitch. bitch, bitch. Uh, this is interesting. Uh-oh. Why is this doing this? Uh-oh. Oh, no. You guys hear that? I do. Why is it like this? Is it raining? No, it's it's just being terrible because it's a broken thing. Ah, shit. Let's, uh, let's try that again. Let's try that again. You're listening to Right to Brighton. We're America, bitch. Ah. Uh. It's better. Yeah, it's a little better. God damn it. It's fucking irritating. Well, let's try let's try this because this is what I wanted to wanted to say. Obviously, Donald Trump allegedly said the N-word. 
Let me go to this. I want to talk about um, uh, Omarosa and this book. Yeah. She claims that she has heard the president use the N-word on recording multiple times. The president says he has it. Mm -hmm. The White House says we can't say one way or the other. She can't guarantee that there is no recording. Would it matter to you if he had? It, it, yes, it would matter. Uh, it would matter as as uh, as an individual. Mm -hmm. It would not necessarily matter to me as the person that is running our country. Uh, oh no. Okay. So um, yeah, th this is uh, uh, he's talking to uh, Senator Michael Williams of Georgia, who uh, gets himself into a little bit of a hole here um, by trying to support the president uh, as well as. Uh, I, I would have probably just told this this black broadcaster that uh, he's a piece of shit and might have had some other choice words for him. That's why they have a 15-second delay uh, on these uh, on these news shows. But watch the way he, he's caught in this. And I, I think he showed a little bit more guts than many of the other uh, senators and, and congressmen uh, in the GOP might. Um, but this is a really good way uh, of handling this, and it just baffles black newsmen. The, the reason I separate those two is how I know I, I thought, explain. Okay. he has his personal beliefs, his personal ideas. But I truly believe he is able to separate those from how he is running the country. So you say this is an important point here yeah. that for you as a man, Donald Trump using the N word, you personally would have a problem with that. Yes. But you don't have a problem with the office of the president using the n-word he did not use the n-word as the office of the president in, in that office he used it outside his personal so it, president and he goes on tv and uses the n-word yes i would have a major problem with that but he did it before he was okay please oh my god that would be hilarious <laughs> he just it's his last state of the union <laughs> right like uh you know at the uh, at the end of 2024 he's like my fellow americans <laughs> and the uh <laughs> was president so it wait a minute he did it before he was president so it's oh it's okay again no i never said it was okay again it was, it was, it's always wrong for me individually yes but, but as the president, what is the distinction you're creating here with the n-word that there's one situation in which i have a problem with it but there's another one that it's no, okay no i always have a problem with the use of it okay i don't have a problem with donald trump used it in the past as my president I would always say using the N-word is wrong and it's bad and should never be uh, accepted in our society. But just because he might have done it years ago, not as our president, doesn't mean that we need to continue to berate him because he used it. And, and also, let's, let's go back in time. How old is Donald Trump? 70 years old? 72. 72. 60, 50 years ago, we were not in a society that we are in now where people freely use that word. We're not, not talking that it was about good. a 16-year-old Donald Trump using the N-word. We're talking about potentially a 55, 60, 65-year-old Donald Trump using the word. Do you know how old he is when he, when he uses it? I don't know how. So now if you notice something, guys, um, and this is what uh, tripped up uh, uh, Senator Williams here, is uh, you, did you notice they stopped using allegedly or if or anything like that? And then now for the rest of the conversation, they are speaking at it as if it's a foregone conclusion that Donald Trump has has, has blasted ends and there is a tape of it. Uh, and and that that's big, all right? Because most people that are watching CNN are only catching it, you know, in a at a, a airport bar or something like that. Um, 
So just just pay attention to that. How old he is? No, I, but my I don't question either. is, but, why does it matter you to you? Say if, he's if you say, or if he's 60, this is not where I expected know. this conversation to go, Senator. So let me, I do want to go to military, but the idea that I have a state official sitting across from me saying right now that I'm okay with my president having used it because it happened before he was in office. Again, Tell me to, if I'm getting to, this wrong. To be clear, to be clear, personally, it is always wrong. It is always wrong to use that word. But... As the president today, he has not used that word. As the president today, he has not done that. To hold somebody accountable for something he did years ago as our president today, I, I think it sets a, a, a bad precedent. So if the tape comes out, your defense is to hold him accountable today for what he said when he was a television host is a bad precedent? I, I think you can set up for a lot of bad things, yeah. Okay. We're going to put a, a, a comma there at that conversation. I've got to get to other things here. Uh, I'm sure you are going to put a comma there. I'm sure, you, you know, you, I know you like to take a lot of liberties with, uh, you know, what people say uh, over there at CNN. But, um, yeah, uh, Senator Williams is right. It does set a strange precedent there uh, and something that they definitely want. Um, and if you line this up with I'm going to put on my tinfoil MAGA hat for a second. If you line this up with... Uh, you know, they, they want to punish you for anything that you've ever done and remove you from uh, the Internet entirely. Uh, you know, how long is it going to be before we, uh, you know, we, we, we've got some people running for office uh, that were Internet trolls when, when they were 15, 16? And to be clear, to be very clear, and we, I feel like we have been harping on this so much uh, recently, is everybody has blasted it in. Like, Everybody. Hell, I, I said it several times today. All right. Uh, it, it's, it's a rude thing to say, but, you know, sometimes you're driving in a, in a, in a very black city. And uh, look, it, uh, it, it's funny to me that black newscaster is like either purposely uh, unwilling to or just cannot fathom uh, the type of nuance of, okay, somebody allegedly did something at some point uh, and does not anymore. Um, and somebody being able to take their their personal views uh, and not bring them onto the job, of which I know no CNN broadcaster is capable of doing. They cannot separate their personal views from their job. It, uh, it, it's telling. It's funny and it's telling. But it just, it just, it's more and more and more. Uh, this is just what they're on. It's like, oh, well, Donald Trump said the N-word. And like, see, see, no, his base is fine with it. Republicans are fine with it. Because apparently the N-word evaporates blacks. Uh, I, I, I'm amazed that uh, black newscaster there was able to, to make it through the conversation uh, without at least a finger falling off or something like that. Uh, it's, whew, you know, scary stuff. He's very brave. Very brave of him to sit down with that with that bigot like that. Um, I love that. I love that clip, Spicky. I mean, this is this is the absolute state of uh, CNN and journalism now. And you know, the Hill is like Georgia state lawmaker. If Trump said the N word, that's separate from how he is running the country. Yep, but uh, that's not how people are going to take it. They're going to just now like all Republicans just blast ins. You know, I bet if you go to the Freedom Caucus, it's nothing just but like we got to take money away from the ends. It's, it's it's a weird, bizarre place we're at, dude. I mean, it's it's I just don't I just don't get it. It's it's still it's, it's just a word. It's 
fucking retarded is what it is. It is just a word. Uh, nobody's ever died from the word. Nobody's ever committed suicide from the word. Nobody's ever gone off the road because they were called the N-word. They speak as if Trump definitively said this, which since they're reporting it and don't have the tape to back it up, it's like that uh, Loomer and Cernovich sex tape that I so badly, <laughs> out of curiosity, wanted to see, um, doesn't exist. It's it's not there. It's not fucking relevant. Now, the double standard that you and I have been talking about for a very long time comes into play when they sit there and they defend James Gunn, who made some very, very concerning tweets about pedophilia to the point where um, if somebody was talking about it that much, uh, that frequently, and in that manner, in real life, and not just on Twitter, you would be concerned that he's probably got a kid locked up in his basement, or at the very least, he has fucked your neighbor's kid. You would be concerned about that. Yeah, I would um, want him around my kids. That, they defend that. Yeah, but well, it's just a joke, dude. You're not looking at the context, yeah. all right? And that's the thing, too. Where this tape supposedly came from, the one that, you know, if it existed, would have been dropped in October of 2016. Uh, who's 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 touting it up now? Amarosa. You know, uh, it's which always sounds like a bad restaurant, really. But, you know, it's it's Amarosa who's, who's talking all this up and saying, like, oh, yeah. And we still don't even know the supposed context of it, you know. Uh, it could sounds be... like a shitty Shoney's is what Omarosa sounds like. Sounds like a really terrible fucking place. Well, it kind of sounds like Ponderosa, I think, is where. Yeah, which is a really shitty from. Shoney's. Is it really? I've never been. What is, I thought Ponderosa was like a uh, an Italian place. What is Shoney's? I don't know, man. You ever, you ever been to an Italian place in the South? It's fucking terrible, man. What? No, Italians aren't from the South. God, no. Uh, right, but they, they're a restaurant like Olive Garden's down there. They're not good either. Dunkin' Donuts is an Italian. You ever been to a Dunkin' Donuts in the South? Way mm-hmm. different than up north. Well, well, look, I mean, the the uh, I mean, the whole point is that like there's in these supposed you know Omarosa heard the tapes or whatever. Why didn't she? She recorded everything else. Why didn't she record this when she heard these tapes? She's like sneaking recording devices into the fucking Situation Room. Why didn't she return the tapes? Uh, like record the fucking thing. You would think that they would it would pop up, but it's because it's not real. But it, let's let's hypothetically say that it's real. We still don't know the context, you know. But that didn't matter for Papa John, you know, when they fucked him over. Um, it's it's just it's weird. Black people don't dissolve when you blast an in at them. It what's just the doesn't statue, happen. What's the statue of limitations on an N word, by the way? That's a great question. I don't <laughs> like, know. What is, I want to know because I'll start the clock right fucking now. I want to know. That's, I mean, like, when do you get to, when do you get to, you know, it's been like, well, that was a long time ago. I mean, dude, well, there was uh, Senator Byrd, uh, God blessed his KKK racist Democrat soul, uh, you know, that shouts out to Dinesh D'Souza for, uh, you know, really telling me, uh, you know, how the Democrats are uh, the real racists and, uh, you know, they invented Adolf Hitler and all of these things, right? Uh, you know, death of a nation, right? Like, what a what a touching what a touching uh, <laughs> touching film. Um, but it uh, that that's a great question. Like, it, it, when when is it okay? Because during the campaign, you know, there was Hillary uh, hugging up uh, with, with Bird, and people were like, "Well, that was in the past. That was in the past." You know, 
So I want to know. I want to know. Because he had to make like a public apology and he was like, well, there's white N-words and all of this, you know, crazy stuff, right? Um, but which I actually think he was probably sincere in. Um, you know, but I'm, I, he's dead. He's out of the picture. We don't have to worry about him anymore. But he's a good example of it. Uh, and people can scream whataboutism all they fucking want. You just tell those people, uh, shut up, communist. Um, but yeah, I, like what is, when is it, when is it, because it would have to be different rules, right? One is for Republicans, oh, yeah. the other is for Democrats. But like, when is it okay for a Republican to have said it? I mean, it's like 45 years. Well, I think it'd be like rape, like seven years, probably. You think you can get it, you can get it, you can get it, uh, seven years. You could be like, sorry, I was, a, I was a different person. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I think honestly, I think 24 hours is good, but uh, that's just me, and that might be a little bit of got, a bias. Well, you got to drop, re- I drop it like 30 times a fucking day. It's hard for me. Like I was on a conference call the other day, uh, a video conference, and it was, I, I was literally furious afterwards. I we we talked about that, like how yeah, how yeah. dumb it was. Like yeah. like I was um, careful, careful. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not going to be an idiot like last time. Um, <laughs> uh, there was two white guys and a black guy and I uh, but was I was close. <laughs> like I was close and like uh, I wouldn't have felt bad about it. Like they tried to get me on a plane three times. The first two times I'm like, no. The third time, like I physically couldn't. And then. Like it was the dumbest thing ever, and I almost I I lost it. I was I was pretty pissed. Um, but like you know, an instance like that, like where I I was I honestly was pretty close to slipping up. Like it almost happened. Um, I mean, I wouldn't get fired for it. <laughs> My boss was right there too. Like it it just wouldn't happen. It was you know, but like you know, on video conference at work, calling this dropping an end bomb like. What's the statute of limitations? Like, I'd hope seven years would be good, but like 24 hours to me, like I, I probably would have felt a little bit bad about it just because it's like, ooh, I, not for me, but I would have felt bad for like my boss, his boss and everybody around. Like I would have felt not, I would, not bad, I guess, but like I would have been like a little bit embarrassed, I guess. Like, you know, it kind of happened and kind of brought the truth out a little bit. But like 24 hours, dude, I don't, I wouldn't feel bad about none of that shit. I mean, I think that should be good. Well, like you got a video of like six years ago, irrelevant. Well, you get, I mean, you get where this is coming from is, is Amorosa and she's just lost her fucking mind here. Uh, now this comes from the daily mail. Uh, so, but I like the headline. It's a little sensational, but uh, it, it does get to the point. Amorosa claims Trump is holding wife Melania hostage with a threat to deport the first lady. If she carries out the ultimate humiliation and divorces her. Uh, so she wrote in her book, Unhinged, um, if Melania were to try to pull the ultimate humiliation and leave him while he's in office, he would find a way to punish her. Uh, and uh, let's see, where, where was the thing? In my opinion, Melania is counting every minute until he is out of office and she can divorce him. Now, this is a narrative that I have heard even from uh, just, you know, not my, my Trumpian further right friends, but some of my more libertarian-esque uh, friends is like, uh, yeah, he's not a bad president. Uh, you know, I like what he's doing, you know, so far, sort of some things, but I don't like how he's uh, particularly like boorish with his wife. Like, uh, you know, when he turned around and she immediately like lost her smile or whatever, you know, which is just speculative media bullshit, right? And just absolutely insane bullshit. Um, 
but like this is this is the lady where the uh, you know I've heard the tape. I've heard the tape. The lady that was offered a job on the Trump 2020 campaign by uh, Laura Trump and uh, turned it down, uh, and later said a good job, a hundred eighty thousand dollar a year job, uh, and later said, oh, they were just trying to they were trying to silence me. How fucking ungrateful are you, you dumb bitch? But uh, th- th- this is. Um, you know, this, this is great. If Melania Trump ever uh, divorces Donald, then like, oh my goodness, he's just going to deport her and her family. Because that's, you know, it's like a thing he can do. Like that wouldn't, uh, like that, w- that wouldn't fuck him over in the media at all. Like, you know, Donald Trump tyrant divorce, you know, uh, deports ex- <laughs> ex-first lady. Like, like that wouldn't, you know, get people around the country to uh you know give just just go after the guy you know uh you'd still have some people i'd still be a hanger on i'd be like all right fuck the bitch but you know just because i don't like women right but <laughs> like that's just that is some fucking crackpot shit man this is where the supposed inward tape uh validation and confirmation comes from is uh president trump is holding his wife hostage um you know, I, uh, why I think uh, Melania might be unhappy if she is with uh, any of this is just the way the media treats her. Like, really, they just, it's, it's fucking horrible. We actually have a first lady that's bonable for the first time oh, since, yeah. like, Jackie O. And uh, how do they treat her? Nah. She was a fucking fashion model. And, like, no. It's not like People Magazine isn't, like, fawning over her ass. Like, oh, my God. You know, Melania, tight ass, sweet dress. Like, any of that. Um, no. No, 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 no. But they were all over, uh, all over uh, Michael Obama. You know, just like wow, how elegant is Michael Obama in his, uh, yeah. in his sweat, in you know, in his dance on Ellen, where you can just see his ding dong just swaying back and forth. Cutest, cutest gorilla in the zoo. Oh God, man! I just, uh, no, I just thought that, that was fucking ridiculous. I just, I could not fucking believe it. Uh, th- these people are just fucking liars. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> Right to Bryden. Exposing the nose. So Manafort's trial is still going on. They haven't found um, a, uh, a, a, what do you call it, a, 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 a verdict. Man, this fucking buzz is pissing me off. Let me, uh, that doesn't do anything. I don't know what it is. If you guys can hear that, I'm sorry. Uh, if not, then, you know, then you don't know what we're talking about. But, so, uh, they still have nothing in the Manafort trial. They still have fucking nothing. And the jury uh, is scared, apparently. They're scared because the media sent out a, a, neat little, um, a, a neat little request. They wanted to unseal a lot of the documents that they haven't, uh, that, you know, that were uh, going to remain sealed. And one of those was going to be the names and addresses of the jurors. Now, what do you think CNN and, and the like would do with, uh, with, with such things? Well, they would immediately dig into this. And when Paul Manafort isn't convicted of absolutely everything under the sun and receives 101 years before he has his trial in D.C., it would be, well, this person is uh, on this website. This person had a DUI and cannot be trusted. This person's son is a drug addict. Whatever they could find. I would be scared, too, if I was a juror. The, the media has gotten completely out of control. Judge Manavort has said that he has been threatened over the case. 
I can tell you that there have been threats. I don't feel right if I release their names. The marshals go where I go. The dude has U.S. marshals following him around over this fucking tax fraud case. What is wrong with these lunatics? They actually believe that the country's been taken over by Russians and Paul Manafort is the key to taking down Donald Trump for some bullshit that they dug up from 2005. Now, Manafort, not a great guy, from what I can tell. Um, and he's got a weird fetish. I'm not into that either. But that's no reason to threaten a judge. And yeah, he might get a couple charges in this uh, Virginia thing, but there's clearly not enough evidence. And that's because... That the, the the prosecution has not done a good job in the eyes of the, the judge, and there's had to yell at him, and we'll see what the jury has to say. The jury had to ask, like, hey, what it, what do you mean by reasonable doubt? Which is a good sign for Manafort. But he's still going down in D.C. There's, like, no way he doesn't go down in D.C. And that starts in, you know, a couple weeks. They're threatening judges. U.S. Marshals should not have to, like, walk around with a judge. The media, CNN, and BuzzFeed, and MSNBC should not be trying to get the names and addresses of jurors. What could they possibly need them for? They want to do a piece on them. And this is why, oh, they're bad and all of that. That way, the next people in D.C. definitely don't cross these media giants, the big brains, the truth tellers. Because everybody else is apparently trying to destroy the fucking country. This is insane, Spicky. It's odd, right? Yeah, man. The whole, the whole Manafort thing to begin with is is just it's an interesting scenario. I mean, believing that Paul Manafort, who you know wasn't at the beginning of the Trump campaign, um, who got brought on, is the key to collusion with Russia. And now, like, CNN wants to, they want to get, they want to dox jurors and bully information out of these people to try to get the inside scoop. Don't, don't be fooled. It's not just to, it's not just to interview them. They want to bully them and get kind of the, the inside scoop and the facts on the case. More or less, you know, uh, kind of like the behind the scenes stuff, but, um, Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely definitely an odd one here. Um, sorry, can you try to turn up your mic? I'm trying to fuck with this stuff live. Uh, just went down to. It did, oh, okay, uh, uh, that's great. Yeah, yours just went down to like next to nothing. So, but then I noticed that yours went down. Oh no, I think I fixed it. There we go. Um, okay, well I don't know. Either either it works or it doesn't. I don't know what to tell you guys. Um, yeah, what I say isn't really important anyways. No, no, that's not true. It's just, um, no, I mean, that's an odd one. That's a, it's a real fucking odd one. Um, jeez, oh, whatever. We're having so many, oh, we don't normally have this many fucking technical issues, but, uh, today we are, today we are, and it's, uh, I don't know, whatever, fuck it. This is Life to Bryden, the number one ADL honeypot podcast. 
Ah, uh, Alexandria Casio keyboard banned the press from covering her campaign event. Who does that remind you of? Well, not Donald Trump. He still allows CNN to show the fuck up, uh, which is, you know, frustrating to say the least. But, um, yeah, uh, the, the Queen's Chronicle, a local news outlet, reported that the campaign for the 28-year-old progressive prevented reporters from attending a campaign event in Corona on Sunday, even though it was open to the rest of the public. The campaign reportedly barred reporters from a prior event as well. Uh, the campaign did not immediately return a request for comment about the ban from Fox News, but a spokesperson uh, spokesman told the Queen's Chronicle uh, all national attention contributed to the decision to prevent uh, reporters from covering this event. Uh, we wanted to help create a space where community members felt comfortable and open to express themselves without the distraction of cameras and the press. These were the first of a set of events where the press has been excluded. I, I liked it even there against the, uh, the fucking media now. Um, that's good. But I definitely would be if I were her, because every time she is uh, anywhere near the, the press, she's just getting bad sound bites. Like, repeatedly, over and over and over, just bad fucking press. Because she's a fucking retard. I, if anything, that's a good that's a good call. She's gotten all of the press that she needs to secure uh, the seat, I think. And if she, if she does not allow the press to just go to these things, um, she's in a better position. It's honestly pretty, the, probably the only smart decision that, that she's made. But... She's also not made her whole thing about opposing Trump. She's like, yeah, I don't like Trump, but I've got other wacky ideas that I need to you know, press about. Um, but people uh, I haven't seen really drawing uh, the same comparison uh, of like, oh, uh, uh, Alexandria Casio keyboard is, uh, you know, she didn't say that, you know, the press are the enemy of the people. She's just silently excluding them. Um, I, I, I think it's a good I think it's a good idea. I mean, every time she gets in front of a camera, she's a fucking retard. It's good. It's funny. Yeah, it's definitely funny. I mean, it's a good idea for her campaign to exclude the media. I mean, uh, you know, things are still going to leak out, obviously. But uh, she's got to be getting frustrated at this point because she is a... I don't know what are blacks like 85 IQ on average. Uh, so women are probably like 90 IQ, maybe on average. Tops. Um, she's so she's probably like an 85 IQ woman. She's pretty fucking stupid. Um, every time she opens her horse mouth, something completely retarded comes out. She forgets to endorse people that she's at their rally for because she's so caught up in herself. I mean. She is self-promoting, and that is about it. I mean, she's not helping the party. As a matter of fact, she's helping tear it apart. It's fucking beautiful. So for her to exclude the media and it not get shit for media coverage is... It's comical, but at the same time, you know, it's kind of sad because, uh, you know, what what do you think would have happened if, uh, like, Paul Nealon had done that? <laughs> Well, he would have been fucking dragged. I mean, not that the media would show up to that retard shit, but you know, any conservative for that matter. I mean, what do you what do you think would happen? There would be this huge fucking shitstorm. Or if Donald you, Trump said, "Okay, CNN, you're not allowed to be in the fucking press room." Well, they ha they have thrown a fit. You remember not too terribly long ago, they kicked that one bitch out, and we're like, "Okay, you can't come onto the lawn because you're being a cunt." And yeah. oh my god, everybody lost their minds. 
So I think they're, they're kind of have a little bit of a tizzy with it. I'm I'm really hoping the only way to stop uh, Alexandria Casio keyboard is she needs to implode before November. Oh, she Robert. needs to yeah she needs to implode. And if she's pissing off the media, then that's probably a good thing. Um, even though we found that the people that are, you know, even the far left does not like the fucking media because they think that they're being demonized, even though like every fucking <sighs> Chris Homo is like really, you know, up their ass about how great they are because, you know, not all punches are equal and what have you. So, um, but that that's a way for her to implode, uh, which I, I think is good. Right. We don't want that to happen. We do not want her to implode. We want her to get a seat. We want her to tear that fucking party apart because that's what's going to happen. You're going to get all these fucking younger Bernie bros and the, uh, the, the DSA retards who are, who are basically Antifa. Or a lot of them are, they, they, you know, they're, they're pretty much hand in hand. We want them to get this stupid cunt into office and just see how brutal it is. She is going to tear that fucking party apart if she gets into office. She will have two years to do so. She's already doing a pretty fucking good job of getting, you know, like Nancy Pelosi and shit to distance themselves from her. That's what we want. She's not the new blood. She's not the future of the Democratic Party. She is an anomaly who has potential to fucking tank it. Tear it apart. She could divide it into two because of her her radical fucking beliefs and and you still get these people who come out and they fucking yeah no she's uh she's a great choice because they have to now how the fuck do you think that's gonna end when people like actually bring up the fact that socialism is a fucking terrible idea like bernie you know bernie he he's good for vermont great for bernie you know yeah. <laughs> good for vermont like, fuck vermont it doesn't Vermont doesn't matter becoming president or a, a DNC nominee and having his political views brought to the forefront. Uh, that's not a good thing for the party. That's not a good thing for America for sure. Don't get me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't want to see socialism succeed. I want her to get a seat. I want people to see just how fucking radical these people are i'd like and, no no i get what you're coming from but i would like to see her still lose to uh anthony pappas um oh, but that's not gonna happen yeah well i mean no i've seen zero media coverage of anthony pappas uh you know he's the he's the republican nominee uh for new york's 14th he's running against uh alexandria casio keyboard and you know i mean you you, you see no coverage of this guy so and I don't know the demographic of uh, of of the 14th district is like heavily uh, non-white. So uh, there's a I think she's got it, but somebody had to tell her like, hey, you're imploding every time you get on TV. You know, like you're just it's really bad. Like it's it's really bad. You don't know what you're talking about. Like you just need to stick to a group of people that like you, you know, Um but you know who you know who got fucked here? I had never even heard of this fella. Uh, Speechwriter who attended conference in uh, with white nationalists in 2016 leaves White House. Uh, this is obviously from CNN because this is you know a great 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 uh, great get for them here. Um, so some dude named Darren Betty Betty I don't know I never heard of him. Seems like a nice guy. You know he apparently attends white nationalist <laughs> conferences, but I'd never even heard of this conference either. H.L. Uh, Minkin Club Conference, and uh, it's a small annual conference 
Started in 2008, regularly attended by well-known white nationalists and neo-Hitler Richard Spencer. Uh, you know, I, so I guess he went and then, uh, you know, Peter Brimelo uh, and John Derbyshire, uh, uh, I guess, have shown up there. Um, dude, like Brimelo and, and Derbyshire are great, you know, but I remember everybody's a fucking white nationalist. Uh, if you're if you're white and you don't back uh, Casio Cortez or if you're like, you know, who actually runs banks, then you're fucked. Right. Uh, but I guess he, he was uh, he attended a conference in 2016 uh, and he stands by what he uh, what he said. He goes in 2016, I, I attended the conference in question and delivered a standalone academic talk uh, titled The Intelligentsia and the Right. I said nothing objectionable and stand by my remarks completely. Good on you for not apologizing, dude. Uh, it was the honor of my life to serve in the Trump administration. I love President Trump, who is a fearless American hero, and continue to support him 100%. I have no further comment. Good. But, you know, he's got it. They had to push him out. They had to. And, I, you know, that, I, I, I never, had you ever heard of this conference? Like, I never heard of this conference in my entire life. It sounds like a grand old time. <laughs> I mean... But they're no, going to run with I, that. It's kind of one of those Bilderberg things that you just don't hear about until you actually, like, look for it. Yeah. And you find, like, this really weird shit or hilarious shit. Well, we got, we got one more thing, and then we're going to draw this guy to a uh, to a close here. Let's see if we can do this without getting uh, audio problems. This is Ryan DeBrighton, at least listen to a podcast on the internet. Ah, uh, yeah. So, what's up with the old Antifa? Um, this is a weird one. And possibly illegal. Website promised free anti-Antifa shirts. Alt-right signed up. It was a trap. This comes from the Daily Beast. The wonderful real news over at the Daily Beast. So, uh, on August 18th, Trump supporters will host the National March Against Far-Left Violence in several cities, organized by a fair of frequent attendees at far-right rallies. Remember, everybody is far-right. Everybody is apparently far-right. Uh, you know, the anti-Muslim group, the Proud Boys. <laughs> They're going to show up. Uh, the uh, pro-Trump troll group, Patriot Prayer, which has attracted white supremacists. They're going to be there. In early July, when March leaders were planning their event, an apparent ally, ally, yeah, set up a website where marchers could pre-order anti-anti-fascist t-shirts. But the website appears to have been a trap by Antipa, who turned around and published the names and addresses they'd collected from the website. Okay, here's the thing. That's illegal. Uh, that's, uh, so yeah, they, they might be facing some interstate fraud uh, 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 charges here. You, you can't do that. You can't be like, hi, we're going to give you a shirt, collect your data, and, and then publish it. Uh, this, is, uh, this, is what, this is what the Antifa are up to. And if you look at the shirt designs, I'm not sure if this is the shirt. I don't see a swastika in sight. I don't see any, like, Muslims being deported. Uh, uh, like, there's no crying Mexican children. Uh, there's, there's nothing. Um, it, it appears to be a shield. And on the left side, there's the American flag, and then on the on the right side, it's got the uh, the three little prongs that the Antifa like to have, and they're like bent and going back the other way. Bryden, Bryden, don't you know that is actually uh, that is the symbol, the uh, 
the three lines with the 90 degree corner and uh, the arrow at the end. That's actually the symbol for the trains heading to Auschwitz. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, yeah. shit. Yeah. You're learning something new today. All right. That's what that's what TWP was all about. Was those those arrows <laughs> there? Yeah. I, you know, it. But I, I don't know. I mean, as we start to wrap this up here, I just thought that that like, how fucking stupid do you have to be? Like, you can't do that. You cannot set up a, a fucking a, a website and be like, I know. We're gonna we're gonna give out shirts and then and then you just it goes it goes to show even more like this is this a it's a like a boomer tier shirt you know it's definitely a Sivnat shirt. It's bad. Yeah, and you know they're like aha, now we're gonna that's that's called fraud, and because it was done in multiple states, like the 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 people that set this up could get into quite a bit of trouble. I don't know if they will because these people always get away with everything, but uh, there's a very good chance that. They, they might get into some trouble for this. And, like, what kind of a turd do you have to be to just... Like, I don't know if this is the shirt. I mean, I imagine it has to be the shirt at the top of this. And the march is against far-left violence, of which there is quite a bit. The the pro-Trump trolls, patriot prayer. All the best trolls are, are beer, uh, Bill Mitchell-tier boomers. I mean, that's... You know, yeah, you know, these these great guys in like, uh, you know, to Tommy Hernandez, uh, you know, that that white supremacist there. These people are loonies, man. I just I can't do it. I don't know. We've gone on for so fucking long already, but I just figured we might as well throw that one in because they're they're now they're out there. And if you want a free shirt, I like that, too. It's like it's it's like who? how many how many of those people we're just like, oh, free shirt. And then now they're getting phone calls like, are you racist? He's like, shit, dog. I just like free shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> White supremacist Jamal Jenkins uh, of, uh, of uh, Mobile, Alabama. Funny story, dude. I have uh, I have not bought a T-shirt since I was like sixteen, and it was probably a hot topic. Like, I, like they give T-shirts away. I'm not gonna go sign up for one on an Antifa website. I'm not. Gonna well, it was it was it was posing. Website. It was posing as a as an anti anti fascist. Yeah. And I like it. It's anti anti fascist, not anti 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 fascist. It's very important. They get the whole name out. No, no, no. We're we're anti fascist. Like. Well, who's a who's a fascist? Apparently, you know somebody's grandma. It was just like, oh, sweet grandma's birthday's coming up. I don't have enough money. Let me. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't like those masked thugs, uh, you know, the the tranny brigade. And yeah, maybe I'll just get her a shirt because I can't really afford to get her something. And then now, like, because you put her address there, you were like, yeah, I'll just get it shipped to her. That'll be great. You know, she lives in another state. And then you know, you get like, uh, just just transvestites just calling him, just just calling him, just like these like, uh. Just like it's like, um, oh, what's his face from the Rat Pack? I'm losing the joke. Whatever, that Sammy from the from the Rat Pack, but he's Antifa. And he's a black Jew, Antifa, and he's just like calling. He's like, ah, uh, he's like, oh, Mammy, you're terrible, Mammy. Uh, no. It would be good honeypot if you could get away with it anonymously, but uh, I don't think that's the case here. These people aren't very bright. 
Well, and they're just targeting anybody. Like, that's the thing. Like, if yeah, it was, yeah. like... That's the thing. Is, I mean, as far as, like, in in general, you know, uh, this would be a fantastic honeypot. As, as a matter of fact, I recall this happening before, and I don't remember... Uh, might have been a couple years ago. I can't remember the exact details of it. But, um, man, I gotta tell you, like, looking at these t-shirts, if you send me this shit for free... Like, if I got it in the mail for free and I didn't sign up or anything, somebody just sent it to my house, be like, yeah, all right, man. Like, I'll mow the lawn and that shit or, like, get really hammered on the weekends and drool all over myself and that thing. But I'm not going to wear this shirt out in public. I mean, I don't even know what the fuck it means. It is so fucking weird. It's a bad shirt. It's a terrible fucking shirt. It's uh, it's just an odd thing. I mean, it's just a really odd thing. And then it's funny, too. It's like, hey, uh, what are you going to go protest? Uh, well, we're going to go protest this anti-violence march, um, actually. And uh, we're going to we're going to dress up. And um, I, well, I personally plan to uh, hit old women in the face with sticks. Uh, so that's that's how Todd and I are going to spend our uh, our day. Uh, she's a great girl, Todd. Um, still working on her, uh, on her name. I don't want to dead name Todd there. Uh, but you know, she's still working on it. Like, <laughs> look, at, dude, look at the shirt. Look at the shirt. I mean, can you think of anything that this shirt would be a good logo for? Like, look at it and think like it wouldn't be a good high school wrestling logo. It wouldn't be, uh, it's a confusing shirt i wouldn't know what it was about you know i'd be like oh that's an ugly design like way to way to ruin the flag there but i i don't know good job guys you dog some fucking boomers yeah well it's, i mean these they're just geniuses man i mean it's just they're all fucking geniuses i i ugh, i can't do it all right let's um you got anything else uh we, we can go and hop off here this is kind of a long one this time guys um you know we're uh we're just you know we're back to where we were i guess but you got anything else no it's a pretty long one for no uh new news really right yeah we just kind of bullshit and did a bunch of voices and stuff um bored, bored people to death told them how fucking dumb they were at the beginning which uh i want to reiterate that you guys are all yeah. fucking retarded yeah and you suck at life a lot of them yeah a lot of them but uh all right yeah yeah it's uh all right guys we're gonna go ahead and get out of here then um is is good having you and we will uh we'll go ahead and see you on uh see you on wednesday